Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I am joined by Hillary, Sarah, and our special guest today. We are very excited to have actor Michelle Pokopek today. Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome. All right. So our movie today, guys, we're going to be talking about is She Devil, starring Meryl Streep and Roseanne Barr. I think mm-hmm. she was going by Barr mm-hmm. at the time. Barr. Yep. Mm-hmm. 1989. And uh, Michelle, on behalf of the podcast world everywhere, I'm sorry that we sorry. made you watch this movie. I am not apologizing. Twice. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> Oh, wow. Not apologizing. I, 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 that's from those polar two opinions. Only. Here we go. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. I am questioning whether this is maybe the worst movie we've ever watched for this podcast. Oh dear um, God! Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't you know, guys. A love story honor. was pretty love bad. Story was actually, yeah, love story was awful. Um, so yeah. this is mm. not the worst, but it, it's definitely up there. Okay. Um, so She Devil, mm-hmm. 1989. Ooh. Ed Begley Jr. Ed Begley Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, and director, Sus- director Susan, Susan Seidelman. Si- Seidelman. Yeah, she also directed Desperately Seeking Susan. Which I would love to watch on this podcast. Hmm. Okay. Does anybody know? I don't no. know okay, that's Rosanna Arquette and Madonna's first Ooh. movie role. Oh, okay. oh God. All right. Yeah. And now Michelle's like, I wish we had watched that. And so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I thought this no. would be fun. I and mean, it, in worlds. In it, so, yeah. There it is. Yeah. There's certainly a lot to talk about. Yes. Oh, yes. For, so for sure. Okay. So um, before we get into talking about the film, let's talk a little bit about everybody's experience with She Devil before the podcast. Hillary. I didn't know anything about this movie. And I asked Christo if he'd watch it with me. And he watched the trailer and then goes, Yeah, I'll watch it with you. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, cool. And I still didn't know anything about it. And then we watched it. And it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wow. Loved it. I love this I'm movie. rethinking oh my, my friendship with you, Hillary. Oh, I love this God. movie. I'm just kidding. I'm just uh, kidding. You can <laughs> rethink it. I'm holding firm. This is a good movie. Yes, you are. <laughs> you better. I uh, I had never even heard of this mo- movie, and then I asked my mom if she had seen it, and she was like, oh, yeah, a few times. It was cute. It was and cute? I would yeah. not describe this movie as cute. I know. <laughs> it was like yeah, the last adjective I would use whoa, to describe whoa, this whoa. movie. Judgments aside, let her speak. <laughs> let her speak. And so I was like, okay, I guess if my mom thinks it's cute, then I don't know. It must be semi- Cute. I'm questioning my friendship with your mom now. Oh my god, no! I'm not questioning anything. I mean, she she had, she last saw it in '89, oh, okay. so mm-hmm. it was probably like doesn't remember it that well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah. So this is the first time that I. Okay, saw it. all right, and uh, Michelle. So this is the first time that I've seen this movie too. I didn't know much at all about it, except I did recognize a scene from it. Um, oh. Once I started watching it, because they did like a. What did Meryl Streep, she won that award for like uh, the Golden Globe? Golden Globe? She yeah. was yeah. nominated yeah. for a Golden Globe for this movie. Oh, for this movie? Yeah, yes. She deserves it. <laughs> Nicole's like, mm-hmm. ah! Anyway, uh, um, she uh, got amazing. some sort of like lifetime achievement thing yes, recently. Yeah. And one of the clips that was shown was from this movie. And so that's the scene that I recognized. Okay. Um, other than that, it what was scene was fresh. it? It yeah. was the one where um, she's taking a bath. Um, with Bob and yeah. there's a soap yes. in the pool yeah. with the curtain mm-hmm. and then um, she just makes this awkward exit as the kids are like you got satellite you got this and then she just goes uh, yeah she, like <laughs> makes her exit flits away into yeah. the bubbles yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was my only exposure to okay. it beforehand okay I grew uh, I am older than everyone at this table so I grew up at the in the time that this movie was out um, at the time Roseanne's show had just ended its first season 
or wait, when it came out, I think it was in its second season. Oh, okay. Uh, and I watched that show. My mom, who may or may not listen to this podcast, because when I told her we were doing this movie, she was like, I'm not watching that. And I was like, okay, well, you could listen to the podcast. And she's like, I don't even think I want to hear about that Roseanne. Like, she Ooh. hates Roseanne. People, like, have these strong opinions about yes. her. They either really like her or they hate her. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, um, I... There's a lot of uh, sexy time things in this movie that would yeah. have not been something my mom would have wanted me to see. So I did not see this, that, and the fact that she hates Roseanne. So I didn't see this in the theater or anything. I would have been about 10 years old. Yeah, 10 years old when this movie came out. I did see, I remember watching it when it came on HBO, but, um, or TV somewhere, but I don't remember a lot about it. Like Sarah watched this with me and I didn't really remember hardly any of it, but I had seen it before. It was not yeah. super memorable. I do remember that How? scene where she's walking away from the house. It's super memorable to me. I, you know, I watched so many movies yeah. in the 80s, you know? Oh, I will dream about this movie forever. <laughs> oh, wow. So Really's like, Fatuation. if only I had written this myself. I, really and truly, <laughs> that is how I feel. It's like how I felt when I first saw Dominatrix Break, break Room. What? I was like, no. I wish I had written that. Oh, gosh. Oh Dominatrix yeah. Break Room is No, so no, they're in different this. categories, for sure. Dominatrix Oof. Break Room is, like, good in a different way. Okay. It's, like, actually good. This I, is, like, so bad it's good. Okay, I'm ex- Okay, yeah. I'm understanding that. That's like All right, I get it. that. Okay. Like, it's that. so bad it's the good like, I'm not like wow this movie deserves <laughs> every Oscar guys it's so fucking no, deep it's so bad it's good that's where okay, I'm I can, coming from I can from. get on board with that I liked it the second time I saw it more a little me bit me too I, I appreciated some of the lines more yeah mm-hmm. okay so that was our experience with um, She Devil prior to the podcast so let's get into talking about this movie She Devil you seem sort of distant Let's just do it. You look stupid and rich. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. Fascist. All right, let's get into it. Shall we talk about this movie? Yeah, she devil. Eh. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Let's talk about the stocks, the you guys. All right, so she devil. Um, Roseanne Barr, Meryl Streep, Ed Bagley Jr. Um, we start. Uh, well, we first we start with this animated title sequence. I don't think there's a lot to a say about that. Pink silk sheets and cher- cher- cherubs holding hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were crazy about the animated titles in the 80s. And then we everything yes. went up in flames. Yep. And we get the title. Uh, she double. And then we go into this kind of like montage, beauty montage, where we're at the mm-hmm. beauty counter and women perfume are putting... Perfume spritzing. Perfume spritzing. Women are putting on makeup. We see all these lips. I loved the image of the teenagers. With the, With the braces. braces. Like, yeah. Yeah. You, you lo- yeah. You They're starting it. young. That's well, I, there was a lot of things in this movie that I found uh, poorly executed, I'll say. Mm, I felt like yep. this scene was well executed. Okay. I thought the whole... It made the whole routine of it look very absurd yes let's make the obvious choices in this film i think is what this whole thing was just yeah yeah Yeah. i think that's Mm -hmm. a great way to describe it Mm -hmm. but this i thought worked well i you know there was all the things and the spritzing people like do people still get spritzed in the face at the i haven't been in the mall in ages so they'll offer you perfume but they don't spritz it on you they hand you a card with it so you can sniff it and if you want it on your body too many they will do it but like it was kind of a pain. My grandmother was there and she was like, I want all the perfumes to test. And I took her to the Dillard's counter mm. and um, it was great. Yeah. You can't put on more, more or than one perfume. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, my apparently your grandmother can't. Um, <laughs> Suicide perfume. Yeah. Um, so 
we're seeing all these beautiful women. We're hearing the voiceover from uh, Roseanne's character, Ruth, uh, talking about how some women are born beautiful and others have to work a little harder at it. And then we, boom, we get her face. I, I know. Mom. I didn't mean to say it like that. Like, I, don't, I actually don't think she's like, they try to make her look they quite monstrous. Her yeah. Really yeah. yeah. Like too hard. Like does yeah. a mole really define that? Thank you. I wrote yeah. that down yeah. like 40 times. Yeah. The mole is too much. Yeah. That fucking yeah. mole, like I literally, like I could not. Sometimes no. I could not look at anything else. I know it's saying like if you have a mole in your face, you're ugly. Yeah, like basically. But they were trying so hard. They're like, look mm-hmm. at her hair, and she's overweight, and she can't, you know, get the dress yeah, on at yeah. the department store. And but that's the character, and that's fine. But that is how I feel in department stores, though. Especially oh, yeah, totally. if I go by myself, I'm like, I can't zip this shit up, and then I go out to look at myself in the mirror, and then some like other thinner person i know walks Ugh. out and it's like i am a waif i am a waif in the same dress as you i it's didn't like, like how okay. her character started out because it was like she's one of her lines was i'm going to do whatever it takes to look great and i just don't associate that with roseanne you know but i do think that that is something her character would say yeah like at this character i think yes yeah. um That's i think she sad. did mean that well i think she was tr- like doing what a lot of us do like we didn't mention this but she's supposed to go on a big date with bob her husband right. they're going on a date to a party at his work and, and she's getting all dolled up she's right. so excited about yeah. it too because yeah. she mentions about how they haven't gone out in a long time mm-hmm. and she's you know calling it up and, and he's, he's like, like oh it's, it's no big deal yeah. you know it's not even gonna be that fun and which is just you shitty, shouldn't even go you know? right yeah. Like he, his wife just wants to have a good time with him. Like you should still go do that. And you she know? gets her hair all curled and she gets yeah. her makeup done and she gets her mole buffed. Yeah. And <laughs> she mole is buffed. ready to go. And, and uh, so we get introduced to her first. as so she's getting this kind mm-hmm. of like all this whole beauty regimen going on. And, um, and then she calls Bob on the phone. And he's at the accounting office and like, but first we're, we're introduced to Ma- right. Mary Fisher on TV. She's on right. lifestyles of the rich and famous or something or yeah, some something yes. like of that show. Right. Lifestyles. They didn't say that that's what it was, yeah. but I think that's what it was meant to be. Yeah. Uh, Mary Fisher played by Meryl Streep. Who's a rich romance novelist. Mm-hmm. And we see her big fancy house. Um, her accent, you guys. It's just like so. <laughs> Can we talk about well, the air accent? You know, it actually just reminded me so much of her role in um, Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, and I was like, "This is oh, where I can get." I, this, I see it, you know, mm. and like a lot of her mannerisms and her soft spokenness. And yeah, it all came from that, and I was like, "Hmm." It's like a faux yeah. English, like not quite English, but a little English, where she's like, yeah. you know, like I'm trying. I want to. I want men to know that men are men, and there's no confusion. Yeah, that exactly. line. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I wrote it down. Let's see. I didn't catch it until the second time I watched it. And I'm kind of mad at myself for that. But anyways. Yeah. She said, yeah. um, I like to make man feel, com- I like to make my man feel comfortable and important so that they kn- he knows that he's the man and there's no confusion. I never. I didn't even <laughs> hear that. I watched ridiculous. it twice. Oh, never even heard ridiculous. it. Oh man. So Mary Fisher, she's beautiful. She's rich. She's thirty-four. They mentioned that. Right? Her yeah. mom lives in the golden twi- tw- twilight um, rest home. They even mm-hmm. say say that on mm-hmm. the show, mm-hmm. which just seems weird to me that you'd like give out your mom's address like that on the show. Like that yeah. does seem weird. Come that visit seem- my mom at the golden twilight rest home, room <laughs> number four hundred and twelve. <laughs> she's like senile and will hang with you. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a prime kidnapping scenario. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, Maybe she wanted that. 
Baby. Someone come kill my That's mom. That's true. It Maybe. did kind of seem that way. Well, her mom is disgusting. Let's yeah. be real. Wow. Um, Listen, she was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, hilarious. I, I, I loved her mom. Her, her mom cackle laugh. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it was like, I don't remember the actress's <laughs> name, but I was like, is that Phyllis Diller? It was like somebody trying to do nope. Phyllis Diller. Yeah, I felt like. Yeah. Okay. So next, um, we see Ruth at the mall. And she's calling Bob on the payphone, which those Robert don't exist. Patchett. Was that that was a payphone inside the mall, right? Yes. Yeah. Jeez, that's ancient. Um, so she calls Bob, and she's being so nice to him, and she's so excited, and like, he's such a dick. He's such a dick. He's not fully like his. He's not full on dick yet, well, but well, there's like right. tinges of it. One of his right. line is, "I'm trying to b- break a new girl in." Right. <laughs> I'm trying to break which in a new like, girl. Yeah. He because his secretary quit. He's got a new secretary, yeah. and like, okay. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I think second to another, another character that we'll get to later and we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll surprise you guys with my thoughts then. But I think, I think honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think Ed Bagley Jr. Gives the best performance in this movie. I think Meryl Streep does. We can talk about that. Yeah. Ed Bagley Jr. Is working his ass off. And like, he's the only person who's like awful, but in a normal way. Yeah. But that's what I didn't like it's about like it. He didn't fit in. Well, it's the well I think but that's the problem is that I think Roseanne is both like sometimes she's yeah. too much you can tell it in times the the director was telling her to be scream really loud here but other yeah. times she's very understated Meryl Streep is just like go is like 200 yeah. percent all the yeah. time yes. but she's the only person like that the kids yeah. aren't like that Hooper's not like that yeah. Meryl Streep is yeah. like out of control because her char- character is supposed to be absurd yeah I think mm-hmm. her character is supposed to be true really absurd um, but I'll tell you why I like Ed Bagley Jr. Because he is like horrific, a horrific nightmare of a person, but wrapped up in this weird normalcy, which I think is kind of what the movie is about, is about how like the American house domestic dream is yeah. a disgusting nightmare. And that's he like, I feel like he really embodies that. That's fair. Yeah. I, I didn't, that. I honestly didn't buy him as this character because I don't associate him like the actor with a, a scoundrel like i so i didn't honestly like believe his that he could play this role and i felt that when we were watching it the first time but watching it the second time i really was like but you know what like disgusting scoundrels are regular guys like this like that's, that's who they are like the regular husband who seems like a nice guy but then when 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 you burn dinner he yells at you yeah you know yeah. like that is yeah. so i feel like that is a moment of truth in this otherwise really absurd movie that doesn't really know what its tone is some of the time. Yes, yeah, I, I would agree. It doesn't know its tone. I can kind of um, piggyback off of what Sarah's saying about the believability. I had mm-hmm. a hard time understating his motives a lot. And maybe that's just the actor part of me. I don't oh, know. Okay. But I, it's not that because I didn't like him, because obviously that's kind of the point here mm-hmm. with his character. And I'm not trying to judge it based on how I think about the character, but yeah. more so, you know, why is he mad at her? Why does he want this? Why is he getting upset about this? And mm-hmm. I didn't feel like he was well-rounded enough. I felt like it was too much of a black and white scenario for his mm-hmm. character. And yeah. I didn't, yeah. but like for um, Mary Fisher, for example, mm-hmm. even though a lot of the horrible things that she does or decides on, I kind of see they where her sense. motive is yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there. And that was based on a lot of the behavior. Yeah. And with Bob, I just felt like, I mean, could you really, as a person, like, make these decisions and just think, like, oh, that's okay? I think there's a little bit more to that with mm-hmm. the average person. And yeah. I think that messed with my believability, yeah. which 
kind of made it me... could have been whoever wrote the script could have not given yeah, him I correct think that's... such a 2d mm-hmm. character yeah, yeah i you know yeah. yeah he's well, definitely the most two-dimensional model. i would say his motivation is his dick most yeah, of the time yeah yes. i think that's the prime mo- mm-hmm. motivation is is him feeling satisfied in whatever thing that means in that scene whether it's like looking good in front of his parents or you know it's interesting because yeah. this movie was written by two men right it's based on a book by a woman, though, oh, okay. which we'll get into hmm. later. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the screenwriters were, were men. Um, anyway, so I, I think the reason I wanted to bring that up is because this moment where Bob's on the phone with his wife and he sounds pretty normal. Like he sounds like a normal guy. He's like, oh, we, you, you're not going to enjoy this thing. It's not any fun. It's business stuff. I, I'm really overwhelmed. And he seems like normal. But there's like a moment where the secretary leans in over him and he doesn't full on like goggle at her boobs like he does later in the but film. He still mm-hmm. does. But he glances at them in a subtle way where, you yeah. know, that there's something wrong with this guy. Yeah. And I and that's why I, I, I that's one of the uh, those kind of choices that he makes. I really yeah. like yeah. a lot. Fair. But he you're right. He is working with a very poorly written character, I think. Um, OK, so let's get to the party. Per- the yeah. big party it's uh does anybody know what the fuck this party is for i mean bob's there for some it's reason a net- networking event for okay. his company oh, and other okay, companies okay. and okay and mary fisher is there for some reason yes i don't know it must be a huge well, i think he does like accounting for like higher like like fancy people or something mm-hmm. right and like Maybe she's there looking for a new accountant. I don't know. Because, yeah. I mean, he suggests how he's trying to venture into arts management. Yeah. So maybe mm-hmm. I thought that was a line. I thought I that think was like so him too. trying to like, do you um, think he actually was getting into arts? I don't arts, know. Maybe do he was. I, it's hard to say. Yeah. I mean, I don't really. Anyway, they're there for some reason. And Ruth is there. And she's, I feel like she's looks as nice as they will allow her to look in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until the end where she's kind of cleaned herself up and she's got. Sally Field's hairdo from Still yeah. Magnolias. Um, so she's kind of in awe of the whole thing. And in the word, like, okay, the directing in this film too is just like, I mean, that what the blocking in the scene where she like takes her shoe off right practically on top of Meryl Streep's right, like dress. You don't like, what is that? What? Like, could, there are like a million other ways you could have staged that shot that would have made it believable. Like, she could have you know, bumped into some, I don't know. It just was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Anyway, so she's standing next to Mel Streep. She takes off her shoe. She bumps into her and spills wine all over uh, Mary Fisher's dress. Yeah. And this is how they all kind of congregate into the single moment where, you know, Bob rushes in and he's trying to help Mary wipe her dress off and Mary's being a real, like, brat about it she's yeah. like, at this there's point, nothing ruth, apologetic ruth, in her at all i know ruth recognizes her and goes oh my god you're mary fisher i've read all your books and she's really like oh let me help you and, and mary's, mary's just like, like such a bitch about yeah her. yeah she's like get off me don't touch me yeah and then bob comes in and ruth leaves to go i don't know get, get some club soda he's like ruth go get some club soda and then like he says oh i'm sorry about my wife or something and mary goes that's your wife that's too bad right yeah. like, and then he like, says oh. it is yeah, no, yeah. He, but he kind of says it in a way where he looks at the dress mm-hmm. to make it seem like he's talking about the situation. Mm-hmm. But of course, the subtext is so heavy in that way. So I yeah. will give him that. Yeah, another good moment, I think. I'm just saying, I'm going to have you guys turned on a bit okay. junior by the end of the Because he goes, it is. That's That, that stain's going to set. So yeah, he definitely, he gives it a very double meaning there. I like the way M- Mary pronounces galant. Galant. <laughs> galant. Oh, boy. 
Um, <laughs> and then they w- walk around the room arm in arm. Yeah. I wrote down her. that they, uh, I wrote, well, first of all, can we talk about this close up? The eyes. Oh my god. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Anybody what the fuck was like, that? What is that creepy stare? Well, is it's that not an 80s thing? No. It's, it's too much. Yeah. We've seen a lot of 80s films. This is not yeah. an 80s thing. This I, is like a bad film filmmaker thing. Yeah, and I hate to say that cuz this is uh we we do have another female filmmaker slated for an, another film that we're doing this year, but this is the first one of the year that has been directed by a woman and I am the directing in this, the shots, the blocking, all of it, the the tone is painful to to watch. It's I feel like it's lit like a student film, like it's very you know what I mean. Like there's nothing subtle about it. Like light comes out of places where it shouldn't be. Like I don't know. Or like yeah. when she's really upset and he's yelling at her and it's just dark all of a sudden and then she's just this with pale this blue, blue light. Down. Yeah, it's just anyway. So um. Bob and uh, uh, Ruth has gone off to go get some club soda for Mary's dress. Um, Bob and Mary are walking around. I wrote down that they Bob and Mary take a walk and word fuck each other. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So there's a lot of like insinuation. A stimulated accountant sounds very interesting. He's yeah. He's trying to get her to God. you know t- let him take on her account, her very large voluptuous accounts. She didn't say that. I'm just I'm adding. Just, I'm like, I. <laughs> but if I had written this movie, contribution. Yeah. Good. Um. Okay. After the party, I'm just gonna I'm gonna move us. Well, well he no, drops his wife off he a does. block away from their house. What, what the fuck is that? And then he drives Meryl Streep home like an hour and a half or some shit. I don't know, it's but I was too it much. made me so mad. It made yeah. me so mad. Well, that's the point, but it's also like too much. He said, "There's no sense in ma- making a U-turn, is there?" About not a U-turn? Dropping- you mean like going through the fucking cul-de-sac? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you talking about? So he very rudely drops his wife off, like, and makes her walk up the At street, the end of the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And then drive over seventy miles to drop this woman off. Well, we all house. know what's about to happen. Like he, oh, yeah. Yeah. like, there's no question that he's gone there. They're about to go. Fuck. They're they're b- gonna bone down. Bone That's down the, hard. that is that is the whole point. Whatever he comes home after night, out with her. Right, right. So he comes home. We meet the I kids really, briefly, yeah. and I really hope N- that Nicolette Ruth and kills Andrew. Her husband. Andrew, I had no idea what his name was. Um, he begins an affair with Mary, and he did not didn't 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 did not right. realize it when she confronts confront him about about it. And this this to me was like battered woman syndrome, like one hundred and one. It's like very gaslighting. Like he's like I keeps still love him, crazy, and all this stuff. And I hate the the mistress, but I still love him. Yeah, yeah. She's mm-hmm. in denial. She's basically like he doesn't love you, and I'm gonna get him back. Exactly. I think that motive changes later, but yes, certainly yes. And um, then there, there's a little place where we see that he, he he gets a ring from from mary that 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 will come into play late mm-hmm. later. that has his initials on it yeah yes. yeah As I go to this tea. <laughs> but we do get that nice <laughs> we do get a nice like one of my uh, the few moments where i think the film makes a good choice which is a cut from the blowjob directly to it's not subtle uh uh ruth chopping a zucchini with a yeah knife. yeah just i thought that yeah. was a good cut mm-hmm. yeah that was, I thought a, that was good a good cut, cut. She was not being very attentive to that zucchini, and I was worried for her fingers. Um, okay, so let's talk real quickly about dinner. So Bob comes back from his... Bob comes home. 
So okay, there's Smelling one, like one thing that Nicolette asked him: Are you staying here tonight, Dad, Daddy? As if he's spent multiple nights away. Oh yeah, yeah. no, we mm-hmm. get the sense that he's been gone for it really, for a while. I think it was the most disrespectful thing to me was that he didn't shower before he came home. He Ugh, like, walks in so the door, gross. kisses Fucking his gross. daughter, so gross, yeah. and then was like, "I'm gonna go have a shower and get all this pussy juice off my face." <laughs> oh. And it's just like, oh. like you touched your daughter. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> so gross. Take a shower. The Kids, man, they're gonna be drug addicts. Yeah, I swear to God, they need so much fucking therapy. Okay, so uh, the reason that he's home is because his parents are coming over for dinner, Mm -hmm. and uh, he is just being awful to Ruth as she's cooking. She's crying. She knows he's been gone. Yeah, having some other girl. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and she's upset. She's crying as she's preparing the cheese puffs, and he's like, "Ah, crackers! All you've got is crackers and cheese." What? That is a delicious start to a meal. I mean, right? What? Like, uh, I don't think I've ever had a meal that didn't start with cheese and crackers. What a life you live. I, I feel like... I don't live a luxurious life. Mm. I feel like this whole situation with her domestic life is meant to really make being a wife look like a fucking nightmare. Like, yeah. the yeah. house yeah. even looks like kind of like a fun house. Like, yes. everything is stripey mm-hmm. and funhouse colors and yeah. it's very clashy it's like again too much i yeah. feel like the art direction mm-hmm. is even too much it's like yeah. everything is so extreme because they're in a kind of nice neighborhood like yeah. he makes yeah. a decent amount of money and you know For sure and to see that interior really confused me well, anyway. yeah i think that this is a common theme in a lot of the movies we've watched which is that the uh, american dream of this all the houses on the cul-de-sac that look the same with the manicured lawns and the woman staying home and taking care of the kids is like this like actually bad system that doesn't work yeah. for anyone and i feel like that's a common theme and this movie is really like pushing that to a grotesque yeah edge i think there yeah not skillfully but that's what no, it's trying skillfully. to do mm-hmm. yeah uh that's definitely what it's trying to do um okay so the grandparents are there mm-hmm. i don't hate his mom she seems no. No. okay yeah, she's she doesn't okay. seem terrible uh her, the, his dad is a fucking douche to me it seems like is you know he? he grew up in yeah. a house where his dad was maybe sort of abusive to his mom yeah. and he emulates that in his yep. life and i feel like that's i don't remember a, the dad at all well, i was the dad focused is on like clumsy as an ox when she like falls yeah. with oh that the, was the dad the yeah oh my god okay that, yeah. and mom's like oh it's okay she's are you hurt dear like the mom's she's the first nice. one that yeah. goes to her yeah. when she right falls. and like i mean even at begley jr's character he like catches the cheese plate and then is like fuck you bitch stay on the floor yeah but the mom also says is it that time of the month dear yeah yeah no mm-hmm. that's something we which heard we've heard multiple times yeah. in these movies yeah. but then she also tries to defend her about the whole books thing and saying yeah. how women are the only part of the you know right they bring up the romance, romance novel yeah. thing and mary and she's right the mother is defending ruth that she reads the romance novels because she's trying to please her man mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. it's the same reason and then we she read gives Cosmo. like a dirty look over to her husband like yeah this was, I love it when she gives this him the was stink the eye. Scene. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are my favorite Roseanne moments in this movie is when mm-hmm. she's given him the stink eye. And this is the scene when she act, she's like is acting like a servant. Like she takes all the plates and she doesn't say anything and no one like addresses her. And it just yeah. fills me with like just like this but that, bad feeling like, oh my gosh, why are you like waiting on your family? And this is what really bothered me with the way that um, his character was written. 
with Bob's character. It's like, I understand why you're frustrated. You're in a place that you don't want to be anymore. And, you know, you've found your quote unquote love of your life now. And you're mm-hmm. trying to impress your parents. All these high stakes here. Mm-hmm. But then um, the why do you have to take it to your wife and all these small things to get mad at her about? Yeah. I actually find that pretty belie- I'm sure that he's been talking to like her like this for a long time. Oh, so he gets um, used to that. I think that he probably has treated her like this for a long time. I yeah. think that More people are comfortable with the people that they that know them and love them the most and they and they are comfortable treating them like shit because yeah. they're no- they know they're not going to go anywhere. They're I comfortable totally taking that. out their frustrations on them. And in fact, Women waiting on their families is something that women have done for thousands of years. Yeah. Just like seeing it like that was just really upsetting to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been at, at family, at fa- like at someone's family's house and they're still, I, I mostly, I think women in uh, older generations that do that. Um, I think a lot of, I think many women in our, my mother's generation kind of. Yeah. I mean, don't do that. They're like, sure. go get your own plate. You know, um, maybe they'll set the table and then the husband will do the dishes. I've seen that a lot yeah. more likely in my, uh, my mother's generation, but the generation before that, it was quite common. And I still see women in that age range and the grant, my grandmother's age range that will clean off clean plates. And some in my well, mother's well, age well, range, well, depending well, on well, what they're, yeah. Take care of the house when the house is being given to you. That kind of idea. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is that's her, her job as, as housewife is to be the fucking servant and clean yeah. the dishes and make the food and clean everybody and keep the house and take care yeah. of the kids. And that's, that's her job. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, but they definitely look, make it look like servitude for sure. Yeah. And nobody even th- says thank you or acknowledges her. Right. Can't get the kids to that, take that, the That plates. was the thing that was the most. Yeah. Um, Most he starts to yell that shit. He starts <laughs> to y- yell at her when sh- the dead mouse is in the, the casserole. Yeah, she cooks oh the God. gerbil. She says, I'll the, get the, the gerbil. I know. <laughs> He's uh, like, it's a like dead <laughs> shrimp. I love the, how the little girl's like, I'm going to burf. I'm going to burf. Oh, and then it like splashes on the boy's face. I know. And he uh, has no reaction. He's just like, uh, that's it. Yeah. His poor dead gerbil. Mm. Well, she, Bob starts yelling at her. Yeah. Like openly yelling at her. I think that the way he talks to her in this scene is probably the way he talks to her behind closed doors. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then um, Ruth tells um, his parents that, that he has a new mi- 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 mistress, that the author of these books is his mistress. And Bob then flips out. Mom tells him to stop being so mean to her and he says i knew and i should i ne- I, n- I never should have ma- married her um and then like it's like 15 years too late for that regret sir. yeah she she was pregnant you made me yeah you made me oh my yeah. god i was like seriously yeah. well that happened a lot with in that time period that and then is the mom realistic then says, well you know marriage is hard and then that's yeah. when I kind of changed my opinion on the mom because I was kind of rooting for her. I was like, okay, maybe that she- sounds like somebody in her situation would say, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, Ruth breaks the dish, and that mm-hmm. sort of sets off all this yelling. And the parents leave, and they and sit well, and well, go well, somewhere else. Well, we see else. her in the kitchen, and she's like lit yeah. from below or something really like creepy dark. They light her from below a lot to yeah. make her yeah. look monstrous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yes, it was very extreme the lighting Mm -hmm. and she's like seething Mm -hmm. that was the word that i wrote down (laughs) (laughs) so then we get to this the what i wrote down is the assets and liability scene yes where we've got some real subtle lighting real subtle lighting happening from the accountant assets and liabilities uh it's all dark in the room except Mm -hmm. for this blue light that's on 
And I, you know, I felt bad for her. Oh, yeah. She's crying she, silently. Like, Roseanne yeah. looked like I, she, she gave was her selling the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that there was no ounce of com- comedy in her, no. her performance in this scene. No, she was great. Um, so this is where we get the, the big, the four main points, the things that she, the pillar she's going to use to take him down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He basically says he has four assets that he considers uh, to be his assets in life. And those are number one, his home. home. Number two, family, his family. family. Mm-hmm. Number three, Job. career, his career. Number four, Freedom. freedom, which is a weird fucking thing to say, freedom. but okay. Yeah. Um, and he's basically like, I'm leaving you. I'm going to go stay at Mary's. You're a terrible mother. You're a terrible cook. You're worthless. You're a she devil. Yeah. She devil. <laughs> That's the name of this movie. You guys. But also like, why does she have to be a she devil? Why can't she just be the, the debt, the, the devil? Like, Everyone why? knows that the devil is a man, Sarah. Okay. <sighs> I just hate, I just hate, I know this was still well, in the that, 80s, but I hate when they add like woman thing or she thing. Like, Can we make a movie called woman thing? <laughs> woman thing. <laughs> starring, I don't know. Um, then it sort of culminates with him driving off into the night and some very bad VFX of some lightning in the sky and then mm-hmm. a very Coen Brothers-esque shot. Uh, crane like, in. Crane in to Roseanne. Yes screaming like a monster yeah and i love it she's just i did like that Mm -hmm. i did like that this was like i think my least favorite part because i was like they're they're trying to make her look her look like the the bad guy like the scream makes her look like a monster oh i don't think monster you feel like that anyway see her as the bad guy in this um you can but i'll i'll get there um i don't at this point at this moment no i was 100 percent with her at this moment and that Mm -hmm. crane shot to me was more like just like a culmination of all the abuse she'd probably suffered in this marriage and the dissatisfaction in general with her life just kind of culminating in this like primal scream into the night that's how i kind of saw that and in fact if i were shooting this i would have started on her face and then craned out that's what Mm, i would have like as if it's going out of her exactly Yeah. yeah yeah because i agree okay Ooh, that's some strong tea so this is the scream so after the scream we go to her right. house she's so burning down well she gets to work on that list yeah she gets to work on blowing up that fucking house Throws she's appliances in the washing mm-hmm. machine turns on the hair dryer and covers it with a pillow smokes his cigarettes and puts them in a trash can she's like jamming plugs into the outlet yeah which like also she's just doing a whole lot and i'm kind of worried for her being in the house while right. this is happening yes. well i knew she wasn't gonna blow up in the house that would have been, really yeah. been a really she short movie she puts aerosol cans in the microwave sets it to 60 seconds yeah she really didn't think this through i think but somehow it works out for her and uh mm-hmm. sarah and i were most concerned about the dog we talked yeah. we could not figure we out couldn't if, tell if she let the dog out or if she put a, the dog in a room and in then a like laundry cu- room. Cu- covered the <laughs> bottom of the door to like suffocate it i don't know like we it, were like that was, is that dog alive or what like what is happening with that yeah. fucking dog well she lets the dog out just before her right yeah right yes, but, but we couldn't tell what the door was because it wasn't yeah. the front door Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't have a shot of the dog running away from the house. Oh, I guess I just assumed it was the outside. Yeah, no, we were like, we did not assume. We were like, she's going to kill that dog. What the fuck? I don't know. I mean, the dog wasn't on the list, but she might be an overachiever. I mean, she abandoned her kids, Hillary. Yeah, well, we haven't haven't gotten there yet. We haven't gotten there yet. Um, Okay, so yeah. She didn't abandon them. She left them with their father. We'll talk about that. So she sets all this stuff up. She's As she's walking away from the house, 
uh, the house blows up. Which, by which the way, awesome. there's a continuity issue here. I don't know if mm-hmm. y'all notice. She doesn't wear the same dress. BG dubs. Oh, really? Yeah, no. you're right. Oh, no. Well, that's... I freaking rewound that shit. And I was like, wait a second. Nope. She like had time to change a dress before she left her so burning it's house. So it's the special effects scene where the house is blowing up. Yeah. So the yeah. the dress she's mm-hmm. wearing because it's supposed to have like blue leaves or whatever. Yeah. It's supposed to be flowers. flowers. Yeah. And then it's just the brown and red one. And then when the kids come back home, she's in the same original same, dress. I know. And oh my god. Like, I, I was so distracted that. by the terrible VFX shot oh my that god, I did yes. the dress. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Now that you mention it, that's a different dress. So that there's looks like a number it was of like things s- going wrong. Stock footage, like playing on a green screen behind her, like so. As she's walking away from the house that's blowing up, she's got a very big smile on her face. So she seems like there's like a relief almost, like yeah. a sense of relief that this yeah. place that's been like a prison for her, I feel like, mm-hmm. is gone. Yeah. The neighbors gather around to watch. Uh, there are some that have set up like lawn chairs and are just like, yeah, it's like an event for look. them. Yeah. Um, the kids, she roll. The kids roll up. They're like, "What happened to our house?" She gets them into a car, and uh, she, there was has an accident. Big ass cameras that the. Yeah, I mean, she should only have legit be in jail. Like yes. this is the How most did she obvious. Get away with this? I. There was there's a accident. lot of things she gets away with. But there was like, I mean, people who investigate fire like causes like they were they were sophisticated enough back then to see everything that she did. To cause yeah, that no, fire. she fully should be in jail. But you know what? We'll let it go because there's actually a lot of things she should be in jail for. Yeah, that you know don't come to fruition in this film. So um, she crosses out home, right? She crosses out home while the kids are in the car. Yeah, and she like ha- also <laughs> she has a list of all the shit she's gonna do. Yeah, which just like crime one hundred and one. Don't right? write down your plans. Right. Um. <laughs> so. The kids are like, "Where's my, where's my, where are my tapes? Where are She's my clothes? Like, where are my toys? Gone. It's all gone." And then she drops, she drives right up to Mary's and drops the kids off. Well, this is the place. scene that uh, Michelle was talking about yeah. that she saw in the Meryl Street mo- mo- right. montage, where mm-hmm. the kids and Ruth like, okay, first Gar- Gar- Garcia lets them in the house because he's like, "Oh, so this guy has a wife and kids. Oh, she's gonna." Like he wants to, I feel like in that moment he wants to get mm-hmm. back at her. Oh, oh yeah. for oh, sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that she already. I don't think he's. I, I think she already knew about the wife and kids, but I think that the kids now being at the house is really the thing that's gonna yeah. throw a wrench in her life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, so this is okay. Mm-hmm. So she wants to bring M- Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Fisher, Ruth's mom, um, Mary's mom, to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. like, I guess it's kind of like the same thing, like bringing the kids to the hu- husband, like. That's how I felt it was. It to was like, her to like ru- ru- ruin. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. yeah. So like she, ruin this blissful romantic setting you've set up yeah. for yourself Let me by use bringing these kids in kids as a trap and children a plot and, and a an old lady. Well, we'll use these kids as a tool to torture my husband and, and, and the mom and, and the mom. And yeah. the mom. The mom I'm fine with because the mom again is this cartoonish. Right. Phyllis Diller and the mom deserves to li- live in that house. She does, and the mom is fine and a, a fucking adult and has a yeah. better living at that yeah. house. Yeah, I actually love the mom's like says sense of humor and like oh she's, she's a little much, but <laughs> I mean Her cackle just buys me. <laughs> I, I love I but I I love I mean she is over the top, but I love that she laughs about everything. Like she doesn't take anything too serious yeah. seriously. Well, we didn't we, we we didn't really cover this yet, but I mean we talked about how Mary's mom is in the nursing home. Uh, so Ruth goes to Ruth, work there. Ruth, Ruth goes to work there under an a, 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 a different name, Rose yeah. Vesta Rose. Vesta Rose. Uh, Rose Vesta Vesta Rose. Vesta Rose. Okay. So she goes to work as Vesta Rose at this nursing home. Um, she's got a real banging tight hairdo. She's got there. Yeah. And the weird she, she black 
thick frame glasses. She has are. this white kind of foundation too that they mm-hmm. put on yeah. her too. Yeah. And she, she let the mustache Hooper. grow out. Yes. She meets Hooper. Which is awesome. Um, yeah. But yeah. First she meets, she meets Mrs. Trumper. Oh, that's yeah. her name. Trumper? Oh, that's fitting. Cover. Well, wow. so they don't allow any patients to wet the bed and if there is any right. bedwetting they have to be kicked out and, and they will fire the person who seems like doesn't it should be a clean common up. thing that happens right. in a nursing home like come I f- on i feel like this was written as like like a like come on like of course this isn't going to happen but like let's make fun of again it's a ba- flaw it's a huge flaw in this i mean it's like saying we're a daycare but if any babies wet their diaper we have to kick them out Right, yeah. but I think that's also supposed to be well, like a a device, you know? Well, yeah. Well, not what is it? They use it as a device for, for yeah, sure. What am I looking they for? They just compromise though? the believability of yeah. all of it. Well, I think yeah. it's also Which I think it's supposed to be this fancy thing, you know, like this fancy place that costs a lot it doesn't of money. Look fancy. I thought it was. Just, I don't think it looks it, but I think that's the vibe that we're supposed mm. to get from it is that she's paying a lot of money for her mom to be there, and yeah. because it costs so much, there are these they silly little arbitrary rules. They should have made it look fancy, rules. but they can't make it look too fancier than right. it doesn't look nice. And it's crazy because even. Miss Trumper, she admits in the beginning that, you know, um, Rose at this point, who she calls herself, mm-hmm. asks, you know, why are they on sedatives and stuff like that? And then she explains about how, well, I mean, would you want to live a life like that knowing that your family abandoned you yep. and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. So she knows that she's taking care of these elderly women or elderly people because they're just kind of being thrown away mm-hmm. yeah. by their family members. True. And the first thing she does is get in there and switch the drugs and with some kind of speed. Yeah. With some sort Mm -hmm. of, which should have given all those old people a heart attack. Yeah. And the next day, all the old people are out playing soccer, dancing to a version Mm -hmm. of I will survive. Yeah. (laughs) Which Sarah did not like that cover. Yeah. She did not like it. She didn't care for it. Nope. (laughs) A fan. Oh, um, (laughs) <laughs> then who who Hooper? This is when Hooper gets involved. She threatens to tell on on Rose, and and then Rose says, "Women like us should stick together." And I was like, "Wait, women like who? Like ugly w- women? Right. Like are we supposed because to believe like she judges yep. her yeah. the minute she starts yeah. working? Because yep. I guess maybe the mole thing catches her attention, but like I mean, wouldn't she it judges catch your attention? But that just feels f- offensive to herself, to that woman, to women in gen- general. I like, she women meant like women us? who get thrown away. That's what I thought she meant. Women who are just thrown away women, which is how she refers to Hooper later is like, but but if you think about it, why are they thrown, thrown away? If they both look like Meryl Streep, they would not be working there. Oh yeah. That is the position of this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, and that is the position of the story that we're in for sure. But I think to her, rather than her looking at Hooper and go, Oh, Hooper, not a looker. I think it's more like, She's like me. Yeah. The world has has underestimated us. Yes. yes. Um, okay. So let's move on. Mom's now living at Mary's house. Uh, Ruth has been kicked out of the nursing home. She's leaving. All the old people seem pretty upset about it. They line up for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like an ever after. Yeah. When the dad <laughs> leaves. And then he dies. Anyway. <laughs> um, In the scene where they have dinner. Din- din- dinner outside with Mrs. Fisher, we mm-hmm. find out that uh, Mary is actually 41, not thir- thir- 34. Mm-hmm. Yes, told. so what Mar- Mary's mother's arrival, uh, which of course she now has been kicked out of the nursing home, so she's going to have to live there. Now, um, we find out some things, and she also tells the, there's a people 
reporter right. there interviewing her and she tells and I would her some things. Like to quickly say, like I didn't write down much about the conversation other than I thought the mother was hilarious, spilling mm-hmm. all her dirty secrets. But the photographer that she brings with them, the photographer does not take pictures of Mary. Instead, he is taking pictures of the young 11 and 12 year old girl in her bathing suit ew, and I is asking her trying to, to model in the background yeah ew, yeah and ew, so it's like ew, and it was that. a long shot of it and this like is this the is the scene where um oh the mom's God. dishing out all oh those mm-hmm. yeah the and mom is so like dishing weird. all the secrets and then in the background you see this like 11 year old girl in a bathing suit posing for a photographer very sexily mm-hmm. oh barf and it was did you catch that I didn't I gross it was so gross before she like hops on to the yeah we'll get to that we'll get to that so, uh, so, okay, so apparently there were multiple instances of, of sexualizing, over-sexualizing this team. Well, they mentioned yeah, that when she's um, on the call line or whatever it is. The yeah, phone, that yeah. she was like on, on a we, chat line on, mm-hmm. on one of those old like live wire chat lines or oh, whatever God. the hell yeah, they were called. Those, yeah. yeah, The 1-900 numbers. I mean, yes. is the point uh, of you used to N- Nicholas' character like, to be like an underage like jailbait type thing like is that uh, her character i don't think they know because they go back and forth because we see her looking like a little girl again yeah. later yeah but i think yeah. like we can see that what whatever's happening in her home life is not uh yeah lead, is leading her down a dark yeah path i don't understand it. why mm-hmm. these things are included like i don't understand why we need to yeah. see i don't know i agree with you i mean it's just fucking i i think maybe these <sighs> I don't know because the director would have chosen to block that out yeah. like that. And it I mean, probably, it, was, it, might not, not it was fairly obvious blocking. Like, and I, I completely ignored what was going on with the people, photo- or people interviewer and the mom and everything yeah. because of what was going on in the background because it grossed me out so much. So uh, Hooper and uh, Ruth open up. The Vista, the Vesta Rose employment agency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They buy a, shitty old warehouse yeah. which fucking i'll take that and then we have the we need longest a space for painting montage ever oh yeah well as sped longest. up in a very yeah. like you know silent movie kind of way i find it really interesting too how the realtor when she's trying to sell the place to them says you know it just needs a little women's touch yeah it needs a feminine touch or whatever yeah it needs a flamethrower action like it needs a flamethrower is what it really <laughs> needs it's just like oh, burn it down start i would 100 percent take that place if oh. it was a good deal <laughs> Yes, just I would so too. we had a, f- a fucking place to mm-hmm. perform the sketch show. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be also, so nice. Jesus Christ! Also, in the next scene, they so get hard. up in time on a, a on the building in Times Square and release all these flyers. And I was I like, "Love that scene!" Yeah. I was like, "What if we didn't have social media and that was how we had to advertise?" That's how for people the had to do that shit. But so many flyers. Yeah, just like and so, they were all like, "Well, Yay, they litter. We're kind of we're kind of ju- we're kind of gone." Well, we're kind of dancing around this, but they buy that those warehouse space. Yeah. They renovate it. You, we see mm-hmm. them painting it, and then um, she ba- she says in the voiceover that um, they open up this employment agency for women who've been thrown away. She's right. and this is the moment where she says women who've been thrown away, like Hooper, for the yeah. unloved and unwanted. Yeah, and uh, and she's like, I knew just where to find them, and it's like, well, I mean, Times Square is very populated, so I mean, I guess that's a good place to start. So they stand on top of this building and they toss. Um, flyers out and yeah. we're already seeing like her transformation where she's got like different hair and the mm-hmm. you know like a pantsuit and yeah. she's slowly having her mole removed yeah yeah one scene with the band-aid and yeah. Yeah. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's got makeup on she's looking a little mm-hmm. you know looking a little snazzier um i like the 
concept of the employment agency. I like the idea of a woman who's been thrown away helping other woman women yeah. find employment. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of bringing them up out of their situation into a better situation. I should be enjoying this more. Like I should be enjoying her taking this on more. But again, like I'm really... I can't fully root for her. And like, yeah. I wish that I could. Is it because of the yeah, kids? I feel the it's because of the kids, right. especially yeah, with shit same. like this. I still fully root for her. Uh, <laughs> it's a movie. And I fine. know, but. Except for that. I, but I. The child she's pornographer the who they brought to the house. Right. It's excused for her because she's the she devil. Right. But I think that anybody who's going to watch this movie, who's ever, who's had, who has kids and who feels trapped in their life is probably going to feel like no matter how much you hate staying home and cleaning up after your husband, like most people, women with children are just going to not be on board with this situation. I don't have kids kids. and I'm I'm not not on board with it. Um, Anyway, uh, but it's not just about giving these women a fresh start. She ends that voiceover by saying that she's amassing a personal army. Exactly. Yeah. Which I liked. Which I also kind of like. Yeah. And then like when they're doing the shots of like the interior of the business, you know, you see a portrait of uh, mother Teresa and all these other, Oprah. yeah, Yeah. Oprah and all these other, um, I don't know. Like my feminine figures. I still like, I feel like everything she does is to serve her revenge. And so even though she is on the face of it, helping women, all the women, she like the women that we see that we meet, she puts them in positions that help that aid her revenge. I like the scene with the mother whose husband just left her and her kids. Right. Not just because she's Asian, but I'm just saying, no, I really liked that scene as well, where she's like talking about how she doesn't have any skills, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, be back here tomorrow. We'll have a job because also you. she's like, I just you know I um I took care of my kids. I don't mm-hmm. I've never had a real job, and she's like, well, taking care of kids sounds like a real job to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I think that you're you're bringing up an important point, which is that even though she's helping them, she's also using them. Yes. And I'm I I know that the world isn't black black and white, but this movie seems to be simple enough that it should be black and white, and so like I. I find it hard to reconcile both. She can have be doing revenge and be helping people. Like I, I, it's hard for me to yeah, see I get both that. sides. Again, I would be on board with that and I would totally 100% accept it. Minus this, the kid thing. The kid thing is what really is. It's like, it's the thorn in my craw. But the, yes. al- al- I can't, I can't the- get past it. A li- Olivia thing too, which we'll get to. But like, yeah, that that hurts a little bit. But too. it's like she throws her under the bus. Like, let me throw you at this man who will break your heart for sure, and I won't even care that he breaks your heart, and I'll just use that as a way. I don't know. I just, I think you could read it that she. Well, she is certainly using her, but she there's something she's okay. So let's talk about Olivia. Well, we're we're we've moving on to Olivia. So let's go ahead and say it. So she's got this employment agency. She's mm-hmm. starting to get people jobs. She's putting them in positions like court reporter here and this that and like this person. So she's getting people jobs, but also now she's starting to spread a network of people out into the world that might be able to help her later. Uh, she knows that Bob has a thing for hot secretaries. Um, mm-hmm. he's, <laughs> um, Bob, uh, is start, may, maybe starting to lose interest in Mary now that Mary, um, she's got these kids. It's interesting how she drops the kids off at Mary's. The kids are now suddenly her responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not um, his. Not his. And, um, 
he finds out she's 41 from the mother instead of and not 34 and he's starting to lose his his flame is yeah. starting to cool. also because yeah. her career is kind of dropping at this point because mm-hmm. she's reading uh, yeah. she's writing this terrible book that's been overdue for two months or something yeah and so that talent that spark that he was mm-hmm. so attracted to in the beginning is is lost yeah yeah love love in the rinse cycle yeah that's the book that she's <laughs> what writing. the heck guys it's <laughs> just so bad of a well, title yeah Oh, and this, I'm sorry, this is at a completely different place, but this kind of like sums up what we're talking about right now. Men who burn so hot for a mistress cool off after the mistress starts acting like a wife. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, and that's part of her voiceover. Yeah. Um, so uh, Rose, uh, I'm calling her Rose, Rose Ruth, whatever her, that's her, yeah. her, mm-hmm. um, yeah. her, you know, name that she's going by, drops a flyer off at his office and he takes the bait mm-hmm. and he calls in calls. looking for a new secretary. I don't know yeah. what happened. I'm not to the other afraid one. to have very attractive sex. Right. Oh, God. Which is just so um, gross. Like, oh, He's how so kind gross. of you. I'm like, oh. Female, of course. So. With boobs. <laughs> boobs. So big boobs. Yeah, it's I feel like that boobs. was just what was going through the back of his mind. Just like, boobs. <laughs> I want boobs. Bring the boobs. And vagina. <laughs> so, um, she's like, I know just the right person. And she pops on this video and it's. This charming girl. I mean, yeah. she seems a little, a little bit of a space cadet in the video, but she's basically mm-hmm. like, I'm a bookkeeper and I'm very good with the spreadsheets. And I want to work with a very powerful man or listen And marry like him. She's like, yeah. men think my name's really cute because it's Olivia Honey. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> but the, I think the actress is actually quite charming. When yeah. we get yeah. to know her, the character. So she sends um, this Olivia Honey. Poor girl. I know. Sends her to uh, to interview at, at, at Bob's accounting firm. Mm-hmm. I really do hate this. I yeah. hate the way she uses Olivia. Like, she knows she's sending Olivia to this shitty, awful man who's her just going to hurt her husband. Man. Didn't you yeah. see this coming? Come on. Yes, but at the same time, I mean, like, how I else feel was she bad. supposed to get back at him, you know? Like, I know, but I, I mean, well, as soon as she started the f- employment agency, I was just like, okay, she's going to plant someone in his office, find out something that he's doing wrong, and then hand it over to the cops, and then he's going to get arrested, it's and that's going to be the end of the movie. Trap. But it's the, the it's not, like, it's not trap. the plant. Like, she could have planted a, some sequel, dude. little known sequel to the parent trap. wouldn't have hired him. The vagina trap. Or teeth. You can't just put anyone in there, you know? Like, he wants a woman, and he's only going to hire a woman. She could have sent a man. But he wouldn't have hired no, the man, so it no. didn't matter. She had to send a hot I just young woman. Feel I, I'm not saying it. it's right, but like she had to do it. Well, in order yeah, to get what she wanted out of it. So she sends Olivia, um, wearing a very tight outfit, which she looks great in. Yeah, yeah, and it's not business appropriate, but she looks no, fantastic. Certainly not, but she's she working it. She don't know. And I hate the like she walks like sticks like her vag like in his face, and he like. Slowly, well, he slowly like, climbs, climbs her body. Up. Is that not how you introduce yourself to a new boss? It's like, hello, Sarah. My badge. I know you're looking for a new job. So when you get that job, oh. just go in there and Lead just badge first. Stick your badge right With in your gum. boss's face. Hmm. And not in the like, Hey, what's up? I'm Sarah. Would you care to shake my Very badge? I mean, my hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Bob, there for is no, sure. no interview. He she right. was like, I'm here to interview about the bookkeeping job, and he was like. <sighs> You're hired. I know. Boobs. Such a pig. <laughs> You're hired. Boobs. Boobs. Um, 
I love her obvious cheetah wardrobe, by the way. Oh, yeah. Print yeah. Wardrobe. Oh, God. It's like the gold digger wears. closet, you know? Yeah. The gold digger closet. I would the gold know digger collection. As one. <laughs> I would know. Body um, by gold digger. If you're single and have some money, um, you can contact me at the feminine mistake podcast at gmail.com. Send a photo <laughs> and your bank account statement. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Done. We'll accept statements from the last three months. And I'll send you my fanciest picture in a cheetah print shirt. A cheetah print captain. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Is there such a thing? I saw Amazon. one on Amazon. Oh my okay. god! So um, the next scene, she Mar- Mary meets with the publisher, publisher mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who hates her book. Right, love yeah. in the rinse cycle. Yes, yes. Which I, admittedly kids. I might read. It has kids and the husband's name is Bob. I can only yeah. imagine there's a lot eats of the gummy bear in her hair. Okay, I loved yeah. that. I, I did loved love that. that. That made me lull. Mm-hmm. You guys, I lulled. When yeah. she ate, she's like, oh, what's that? And, and Mary's like, oh, it's a gummy bear. And she pulls it out of her hair and, and pops it in her mouth. Like, Duh. Yeah. And I'm like, that's my, that's me 24 seven. I guys. feel like I've definitely done something similar to that before, you know, like found something in my cleavage and just been like, cool popcorn and just like eating it. <laughs> nerve just cause like it's there and yeah, I'm hungry. Why not? Sounds I mean, delicious. Anything that's attached to me is probably going to be disgusting. So I don't need it. I just really, if it's chocolate, I have to wonder. Is it chocolate? And that's really yeah. oh, yeah. that time true. I have yes. to be. Well, I don't have children, so I don't have yeah. to worry about that. I'm like, I know I didn't shit on myself, so <laughs> I don't good. shit on myself. Like, I'm good to go. Other people but shit on. I know me. that's, that's what a we're thing. Saying. Like, okay. you have to Even worry about it because you, you have poop <laughs> machines. Jeez, <laughs> it could be anybody's shit. Okay, so um, Mary's publisher doesn't want to publish the book. Um, mm-hmm. I can only imagine Love in the Rinse Cycle includes a lot of metaphors about detergent bottles bursting. Oh God. That might be worse than love nectar. <laughs> I can only like, imagine. I, I, I love how like at some point a line is, it's a metaphor. Oh, yeah. Because like, yeah, yeah. like she apparently has to explain to her publisher what a metaphor is. They're like, um, housewives don't want to read about men with and, and people with children. And I'm like, well, maybe we do. Maybe right. we could. Yeah. If, you know, if yeah. it was starring Michael Fassbender. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Oh, right. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right? Okay. That is we all agree. Anything. We all agree on Michael Fassbender. Oh that's, that's the amazing. one thing we agree yeah, on. Time. Oh my God, that's never right. happened before. Okay. okay. So um, we we occasionally see Ruth missing her kids. She pulls out a photo and cries about it. I'm like, well, you know, you did leave them yeah. there. Yeah. Like you could have done something. That about is that. okay. I didn't feel bad for her because I was just like, bitch, go home and visit. It's okay because doing? she says that no matter what, I will love you. Yeah. Which makes everything okay. Which I feel right. like is the same thing that Michelle Pfeiffer says to her daughter right before she poisons somebody in White Oleander and then goes to jail for the rest oh of the God, movie. I've never seen that. I Fuck that movie, guys. is insane. you just said to me. So it's way too sad for us to watch for this show. Yeah. Um, okay. Meanwhile, back at Mary's, she's her life is being destroyed, basically, by yeah. having all these kids that she suddenly expected to take care for, which I would add she was like very... Uh, rosy about she was having like all these fantasies yeah. about having kids early in the movie but when she gets them uh turns She's out like, it's this not fucking as sucks. yeah mm-hmm. it turns out it's not as fun as she thought i will just say though she did inherit someone else's teenagers i mean like it can't look, be fun yeah but teenagers can you don't have they can poop on their own and that's you, true you don't have to cut up their food for them so come on right but they're get still monsters like well yeah um 
so Mary is now like she's got hives or something. Her hair's all messed up. She's taking pills. Kick, too many kick, pills. Kick, too many. I thought she was going to fucking kill many. herself. I, that's what Jesus. I thought too. Butler doesn't even want to fuck her anymore. Oh like, my God. Oh, that scene when Garcia is yeah, like, he's like lifting <laughs> weights and he's like. <laughs> and then he like gets a bit her face and like fake, fake, fakes her out and shuts the door in her face. That was fine acting. Yeah, yeah. Like that guy needs a lifetime achievement. He really does. Lifetime achievement. Lifetime achievement. Um. Uh. Bob, meanwhile, is fucking the secretary at the office. What? No. I know. This on the copy machine. Shocking plot twist. Well, we're not at the copy machine yet. We're almost there. Um. Bob comes home, lies to Mary the same way he lied to Ruth. Mm -hmm. Oh, a tire blue. Which apparently, if Chris ever comes home and says that his tire blew, that's the night and that I make like, a so necklace I just out of his at a testicles. Hotel. Oh my god! Yeah, I just stayed in a motel. <laughs> so I thought that'd be no, fine. She, she, that's her threat. That's like I've, I've said I've, this yeah. multiple times on yeah. the show. Oh, this is my if, first exposure to it. If, oh yeah. If my husband were to cheat on me, I will make a necklace out of his testicles. Yeah. Would you wear it too? Oh, for sure. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Might get him gold plated. Oh yeah, and. Chris's testicles. And just just Chris, <laughs> like Chris's engraved. testicles engraved on it. Oh my and god, the date so cute. with the right? date, uh, I know. date of origination and death. I mean, yeah. big necklaces are in right now, you guys. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. It'd be the softest, <laughs> most velvety necklace in the world. Oh, god. oh not too much. No. <laughs> too much. Too much. No. Too much. What they are? Ball sacks are great. They're so soft. <laughs> you know, you're not you can't see this at home audience but hillary is is cupping imaginary balls with her fingers right now soft ones they are all right so bob comes home he lies to mary this is the scene that i really like her in like if i feel like this is the scene that mary should be at the level of outrageous that she is when she's just like over the top she's crying she's She's even working in the fact that she's been on pills. Like she's like yeah. slurring her words. And this is she's the crushing it. I think Meryl's crushing it. In yeah. The, scene. the f- f- physical acting that she's doing mm, all totally the agree. movements. But I'm like, did she come up with all this herself or was any of oh, this? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm this hack sure. director. Sorry. I feel Susan like even Seidman. the gummy bear scene was just her improving it. Well, like there's a I place where she like shakes yeah. her ass like at the camera. She's like. Oh yeah, because like, like I'm an artist. Yeah, it was something, something like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I thought that moment was a weird, little weird. She said, "I'm an artist," and then she presented her butt. Yeah, like and a, like, like shakes it like a, a female like baboon might to yes. another baboon. I yes. was like, "What is that all about?" I don't know. My butt is my art. Choice. Yeah, no, that there was stuff like that that felt like a. Hillary's like when I go to an interview for uh, for a job, an art job. The first I walk thing in I do backwards is, is present my butt. Yeah, I, w- I just walk As in backwards and I'm like, "Hello, this is Hillary's right butt." Where it needs to be. I think the the <laughs> the making of this movie, like all the acting choices and all the block, like every choice is like so intriguing because it's like who made that choice, that it's, awful it's choice. Hard to say. I think whose who's t- awful choice it was. I, yeah, there were a lot of choices being made in this, and none of them were discussed previously with anyone else in the cast apparently i think no. they just walked in and they no. were like let's just do some stuff everybody try scenes. what you want yeah <laughs> so 
she's upset because mm-hmm. her life is falling apart. The publisher doesn't want to publish her book. Um, Bob yeah. is walking around with some lips, just straight up lip lipstick. I on know his on neck. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus, it's not even a hickey. Like wipe yeah, that shit off. Yeah. Like have she some does respect. this weird thing too as she's kind of going crazy. Like she slowly strips. Have you noticed that? Like when she takes off her robe. Oh, a little. Yeah. And then oh, she yeah. like puts her leg up and then she stretches out. And, and she's like it. rubbing her leg and like yeah. kind of humping the pillow a little bit. Like she's yeah. not yeah. trying to seduce him, but maybe she is. I yeah. was kind of confused. I was yeah, like, what is movements. happening? And she's like, I'm an artist. And she like wraps her legs around the pillow. And I'm right. like, I'm so confused yeah. about what is this? happening. This was the same what scene. What is happening the same right scene is the, the butt same shake. scene as the butt shake. Mm-hmm. Just, she sh- presents her butt and then she wraps her out. legs around a pillow. How much cheese did you eat that night? Hillary? I had a lot of cheese. Like a lot. <laughs> a lot of cheese. Um, still recovering. Still recovering. My body is <laughs> all out of sorts from body's all that still cheese. recovering from the cheese. Well, then we have like a walk in the park with where Ruth and Al- Al- Olivia will mm-hmm. walk around talking oh, yeah. about Bob. Bobby. Bobby. But with the hot dog she's mm-hmm. eating a hot dog i know yeah let's be subtle let's be more subtle if we can y'all how many penis shaped foods have we had in this movie so far Cucumber. there's been the zucchini, zucchini the boston dog. cream i feel like all dog. we're missing is a banana like that's really all really, we need at this it. point we just need a but banana and also that hot dog looked so tasty god i love hot dogs you guys so tasty. i did not like, even see the meeting hot dog if it was recommended by um if it was recommended by the surgeon general i would eat hot dogs for every meal yeah when I went to the High Line in New York, there were all these like food vendors right outside the entrance to it. So I stopped at the one at the very top of it and got a hot dog and started walking Just down. Your way and down. then halfway down, oh, wow. I went to a different vendor and I was like, I would like meat on a stick, please. And what then as I walked farther down, I bought a hot dog again at the last Hillary. vendor because I was just like, I don't want anyone to know how many hot dogs I No bought. shame. <laughs> I want to canonize you as a saint. Thank you. I, would, <laughs> I will take it. Um, please do. It's the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I just like I didn't want anyone to know that I was like I want two hot dogs and a kebab of mystery meat. You like come back with like a wig on <laughs> to the next <laughs> vendor. I'm like hmm, that uh, that hot dog looks interesting. I'll try that. All right, so um, so Ruth and Olivia are having a little walk ski talk ski about Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Yep, and Olivia is like, I am lo- in, in love, love with, I'm in love with Bobby. And Ruth ahead. encourages her to tell him, like, what what could go wrong? You yeah. don't think that'd be weird for him, right? She's like, oh, no, he's not like that. And he's, what I kind of he'll... a man would not want to be told by a what, what woman they're sleeping with that they lo- love him in my experience that's always gone real well yeah i mean i haven't been dumped immediately afterwards look, yeah <laughs> if he is if he if he's gonna put you up on a desk in his office in the middle of the night when everyone's gone home he obviously he better, loves you he better put a ring on it yeah he's gonna put a ring on it that's yeah. like the next step because he's For only sure. living with this new woman they're yes. on the rock. Speaking of right. putting a ring on it, he puts his ring on her butt and photocopies it. Yes. Oh yeah. I forgot um, about that. Yeah. Right. So Ruth, that's the yeah. So Ruth convinces Olivia that it sh- that she should uh, be honest with Bobby mm-hmm. about her feelings, um, which kind of the things she says are like truthful, but she's using them in a manipulative manipulative oh, yeah. way. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile. Uh, back at Bob's office in the middle of the night, they're fucking on top of the copy machine, as you do. You know, 
Like you do. Like you do. Wait, you don't? That was like such... <laughs> you're right i um, actually have i a, have a copy machine at my house just for sex purposes you, you beat me did to i that steal joke? your joke i was <laughs> sorry so you I, joke. <laughs> I had i was like getting ready to set it up yeah Nicole's you like, just knocked out you just knocked down those pins ahead of me <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> i stole your joke i apologize um yeah so <laughs> he's like sh- they're like chasing each other around the office and he's like He's so gross. Like, again, I want to give Ed Bagley Jr. a hand for, like, making this guy progressively more gross. Like, he might be the only one who, well, okay, Ruth has a character arc for sure. Um, But he, like, progressively, like, in a very graduated fashion gets more and more gross. And he's, like, talking. He's like, yeah, yeah, let's get you up on the desk. Oh, wait, I got an idea. And they, like, get in a chair and they spin over to the copier. And he hoists her up on the copier. And, like, she takes her shirt off. And he's, like, like, all the photocopier starts copying. So he spreads her butt cheeks with his fingers. Spreads her butt cheeks so you can really see that ring on his finger. (laughs) I Mary gave him. Meanwhile, we're watching this and Sarah's, like, that image wouldn't be that clear. (laughs) it would not not. because in reality they'd be like okay wait 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 okay okay okay. yeah yeah, 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 yeah. wait 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 hold still wait wait it's beeping it's beeping i think it's jammed i think it's jammed (laughs) no 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 try it wait it's out of toner it's out of toner yeah exactly last one was blurry we gotta do it again (laughs) so uh mean in the middle of this she says uh this isn't just a fling for me Mm-hmm. Bobby, I love you. I love you. I do. And his face just falls. I mean, he just like stops when he's, he's just doing. Like, I just lost my erection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Boops>. Boner killer. <laughs> Boops. Boops. <laughs> and uh, to no one's surprise, he immediately dumps her. So we cut to. Yeah. Cries. Crying. Tears. Just tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't believe he dumped me. He dumped her and he fired her. Yeah. Which is just her of shitty. trying to sleep to the top. Which to, to be top. fair was kind of her goal she did say it in the video well she said she wanted to marry a rich successful man yeah it's kind of the same thing well sleeping away to the top is like your career yeah yeah but she obviously didn't want to work she just wanted to marry the boss i still i don't know to me it's sort of synonymous but she wanted to to start in the position there's got to be rules against that right like firing your secretary for yeah well there's just rules against fucking your secretary and then there's definitely rules against firing your secretary because you fucked your secretary somewhere in definitely a law that's gotta be an hr mess right Mm -hmm. there yeah that that's an hr mess so she's crying and telling ruth all about it and then in the middle of this where she's like i can't believe he did that i can't believe i trusted him and you know ruth is like you know, like, I'm so sorry. Like, what a, te- what a, you'd think he would be an honest, a nice, honest businessman. <laughs> and she's like, oh no, he's been embezzling money from his clients. And here's the pay dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Ruth has been mm-hmm. looking for. Yeah. What a and, slime and ball. And one of the right? lines Olivia has is men get away with mur- mur- murder. If you're, you're a woman, there's no, just no judge, justice in the world. Mm-hmm. To which Rose says, Justice serves those who serve themselves. And then they get all clandestine in their black cat suits and, and break into the office. Their black cat suits, no gloves. No. Why brightly covered gloves? head colored headscarves. Yeah. Sunglasses. Mm-hmm. They look like they're in the middle of the jacket. night. They're super. They, they look like they're mm-hmm. off to go on a 
convertible car ride to right. like yeah to drive indeed. off a cliff somewhere yeah, yeah it like was Thelma very Thelma and Louise yeah. yeah yes we should do that movie on this show yes um, so yeah so they go to their the office apparently they are not experienced cat burglars what I thought they did a no. great job and question how does she still have the key if she's been fired already she has the code they the code. break no but in. she also uses oh, the key to unlock the door. the door oh guess he fired he she must have, maybe she kept it in but wait pocket he yeah. must that's have what I, that's exactly what he, i was thinking i was wait. trying to figure out how to phrase it i was like it was probably shoved up her yeah. bunch. <laughs> yes. he must yeah. have fired Mind but Mind he melt. must have fired her in the moment and they probably didn't go through the like professional like give no. me your key and yeah. da, 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 he was da. like hang on let me just get out of you you're fired yeah 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 probably um yeah, so they break into his office and they decide that they're going to draw attention to his embezzling by embezzling by embezzling more. Right. Yeah. Two taking from Mary's account. $200,000 from Mary's account to and a I love Swiss that she's bank like, account. 2000 and she's like more and she's like 20 and she's like more and she's like 200 and I was like that was that, that escalated quickly. Yeah, right? That escalated like, real quick. So again, they should for sure be in jail for this oh yes. yeah yeah they didn't even wear gloves like and their I love fingerprints that, are and all no over that office cameras in that office like i find that real hard to well believe. in the 80s mm. i can believe that but certainly well, somebody's yeah, gonna yes. know that somebody's logging onto a computer yeah you can see the hours. logins mm. yeah so uh while they're there um ruth comes across the photos from the photocopy machine mm-hmm. which you she just ha- stored in a file folder because so that's where you store creep. your he photos store them in olivia's file like yeah let me well <laughs> like what you, well he's got to send them to hr oh right God. let them know the full sitch yeah <laughs> brag a bit um, I, like i boobs. would keep that in my personal like stuff like at home i wouldn't like file that at work now i'm picturing i'm picturing a shoebox full of of photocopied butts just it says sarah's stuff on it (laughs) all the photocopied butts she keeps all right so um so they do that and um she sends the photos to mary fisher yeah well, and they conveniently <laughs> have his ring on there. So right. Mary well, that's a exactly very convenient plot device. It is. So they're in her convertible. They look like they've been making out because Mary's lipstick is smeared and mm-hmm. his neck is all smeared mm-hmm. lipstick. And she sees it and then she jumps out of the car and runs away. And he's like, you know, you're the only woman I've ever been faithful like, to. Oh. She literally has pictures, bro. Yeah. yeah. Oh and also God. like, and he's like, only oh, those wom- came out good. That's like <laughs> saying, but, but what he's essentially saying is every woman I've been with, I've che- cheated on except for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Which is yeah. like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He's a girl. Yeah. Person. Right. Thank you. <laughs> so she's having a bad day. Her book has tanked. Nobody wants to buy mm-hmm. love in the rune cycle. She yeah. finds out that Bob is cheating on her, which she should not be surprised about. Um, mm-hmm. The maid quits. Yeah. Because she Uta. does not want to take care the of all German the kids. Maid. And she says, up with this bullshit I will not put. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the actress from Young Frankenstein? I feel I like know. it looks like Frabruka. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah. about? I think that's yeah. the same actress. So she fires Garcia. And she's like, I'm taking control of my life. So the first thing she does, Mary, of course, is throw a big old party. 
Mm-hmm. Well, first Ruth calls the IRS and turns. That's true. She yeah. she tips uh, tips them off to Bob, and then Mary throws a big party, and uh, she's obviously she's still upset with Bob. Mm-hmm. What was the party for, by the way? Just to I don't know restart. I think so. I have a it was like, it was like I'm still my fab- book is released. I'm so fabulous. Or maybe Come to my party. I'm still fabulous party. That's and why yeah. was Bob I even was. invited? Yeah, right. Because she well, was like he's just living there. there. You can't just be locked up in a well, room. She says he's on. Yeah. She says he's on probation, but I guess they're still like technically together. Yeah. I guess it's like it's an image show. It's yeah. an image thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, because also she's just written this book that's like being a housewife is great and I love it and it's so romantic mm, and right. then, yeah. this man named Bob and I think that if she doesn't have the man named Bob and the kids and all of these other and things and plus plot device he work. has to be arrested so that's, that's why yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. he has true. to embarrass her by getting arrested mm-hmm. at the party but not before he gives the aw- most awful speech yeah. yeah like the quintessential abusive man trying to seem like the perfect man yes. at a party mm-hmm. speech yep it's, it's like I'm gonna be. I'm, it's like in private. I'm gonna be a total dick, but I'm gonna get up in pu- public and say all these great things about you, so everyone thinks yeah. that I'm a great person. What so all your friends think you're a liar when you tell them how awful I am. Yeah. Mm. Oh god. <laughs> so, Bob gets arrested at the party. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> not squeamish about. They're like, you're being arrested for embezzlement. I'm like, are you? Is that something we're supposed to just? spew out at the party or i think you i think you do have to tell people what they're being yeah, arrested for oh, when you arrest yeah. someone you're saying yeah. i'm arresting you can't for just this. be like you're arrest i'm arresting you and like like why what did i yeah. do now they like, might not they would probably you. like say it to you under they probably wouldn't be like you are being arrested for, like to the entire room but I, like i wish mm-hmm. cops were like that and then they just start dancing. <laughs> you are being arrested. It just turns into a musical number. They're all dancing around me. Like it would make getting arrested a lot more you. fun. It's all about you. <laughs> you get one phone call. Um, <laughs> so, can I say also that one of my favorite parts of this whole movie is watching the mother. Fisher's mother just cackling in that little yeah. island with like, the pool yeah. and yeah. the piano. Ah, Bobby! Ah. Right Loved as it. he gets arrested. Yeah. Yes, that was pretty good. Um, they both cry. Mary and Bob cry. Yeah, I could give I could give two shits about him. I know. Then. I'm God. like, yeah. Um, uh, cut to the. Most overacting lawyer the in the history of film. Oh my the God. hammiest actor. I mean, that guy was like, I only have five minutes of screen time and I'm going to make them fucking count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Memorable guy, as like, fuck. How did they let him do, do this? It was a completely absurd. It took because me out of the obviously story. obviously they did not rein anyone in on this movie. I mean, and that's part of the beauty of it. <laughs> Everyone is in their own let's story. All, let's all remember that Hillary <laughs> like, is for this movie. I love this movie. Everyone he, is in their own little world, in their own little film that's entirely about them and their character. So they get to perform. I mean, yeah, he's working. Great. He's working the eyebrows. He's working all the octaves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. making the, mm, Pull, like, mm, little He's faces. pulling out all the stops, <laughs> this guy. He doesn't seem like a lawyer. He seems like a guy that runs a circus or something. Like, he, he's <laughs> yeah. just, like, ridiculous. Step right. Like, like somebody's trying to sell you on a Ponzi scheme almost. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he says he can get Bob off as long as he gets Judge Phillips. Judge Phillips. This is a, the guy that tends to be considerate toward white-collar criminals. Jeez. What judge isn't? I know, right? Well, right. not the one. Not, not the one he actually gets. Not Judge Brown. Yeah. Well, we need more of her in this world. Right? 
so that we stop letting white people off for so this, this is going to be their they claim commit. they're going to claim that a, a virus caused the tra- transfer like a oh software oh, yeah glitch. software glitch. and then mary finds out that she's also um been hacked yes this. yeah, yeah she's like computers finds- don't have swiss bank accounts right. yeah she finds yeah. out which is what the, I think they did to, mm-hmm. to get it, the tip off is that they stole money from her. So we don't know if he actually did steal money from her at any point. I yeah. assume they did. Yeah, he probably did. I assume he did. But he's been like moving money to Swiss Bank. Slowly. Uh, slowly. Yeah. But then he moves $200,000 yeah. of Mary's money into a Swiss Bank account so that she, she did not know about. She mm-hmm. dumps him like yeah. straight away. Oh, yeah. She's like, get the fuck out. And his hand like, gets crushed in a... You can cheat on me. You can drop your kids on me and make them my responsibility. But as soon as you steal my money, she, I'm out. I respect that. Mouthskis. Not only yeah. are we yeah. breaking up, but you're also fired. Yeah. 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 And, and that's when Ruth gets to cross hand. off the career. Mm-hmm. Yes. She circles on her him list. first and then she... Well, no, no, no. Not, car- not career. Freedom. Well, freedom is oh, no, the last you're one. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And then we get to Bob's trial. Yes. So they're banking on Judge Phillips. Ruth has, but Ruth has an insider. She's got somebody who. So she calls down to the courthouse. Calls down the courthouse and gets her to switch the judge to Judge Brown. Which, can you just do that that lightly? I I don't know courts. I don't either, but I have a feeling that it's sort of one of those systems like a doctor. And it's just like one of those things like, you know, if you you need a doctor, there are 40 of them here and I'm going to assign you one. And like same with judges. I'm wondering, they have to probably like prepare for the cases they're about to... I, I don't think, think with, an embe- with an embezzlement mm. case, like I think maybe in traffic court, but with an embezzlement case, like yeah. that's kind of a big... Well, but I don't think judges do. know don't, what's coming no, in front ju- of them ju- at ju- all ju- because ju- they're ju- supposed to be impartial. Prepare. Yeah, they don't prepare. They just they come in. Clean yeah, slate. they're just assigned. Yeah. That sounds um, like a really good job for me. Yeah, it's also, just like we're going to go and just make decisions. I think this today. I but, couldn't do that. I would just be like, he's guilty. Lock him up. But <laughs> She's also, okay. I think <laughs> let her go. I yeah, think that this like might <laughs> not be like, I think that Ruth is calling in a favor. I think, I don't think this is like an employment agency would tell someone in a courthouse what no, to do. No, this no, is no. Like for calling sure. in a favor. Yeah, oh, yeah for sure. sure. I mean, cause but it's I, the same woman that she interviewed yeah, when she first yeah. her. But business. I don't think it's unusual either that like a judge would be switched from a case last minute. I don't think that's unusual. Um, in the same way, like, if your doctor is out sick you, and you mm. still have to go, you're going to see the next best thing, you know? Mm. Well, in any case, Judge Brown nails his ass to the wall. Yeah. Yes. She gives him 18 months, and he we get this mm-hmm. extremely dramatic, overexposed shot of him looking yeah. shocked. Well, and even the court stenographer, I'd like to point out, is one of her yeah, people. Yeah, she's got, like, the she's got people on. all throughout yeah. this thing. Was she fakes typing, which no. really bothered me. Oh, yeah. She had this weird... Like, sed- like weird, like zoned out look in her eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, did they did they pop in the script soup for that scene? Or I <laughs> guess so, probably. Is that an actor. Um, it was just like the PA who was on set that day, and they were like, "I know we're not paying you, but uh, can you just like throw on a jacket and sit over there and fake type?" She's like, "I hope I'm doing good. This is my first the, job." The, direct- right. the director, the director, <laughs> the director's like, um, "Can you give me a look like you just had a lobotomy?" Great. That's perfect. She's like, yes, yes, I know exactly what Thank that you. looks like. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Great. Print it. Okay, so um, uh, he oh, goes to jail. But wait, Ruth is there. She looks evil. She's in like yes. the cre- yeah. creepy. And then like we see like the her list go up flames. in flames and there's like flames yeah. underneath her. Right. Well, she crosses off freedom and then she burns the list. Yeah. 
Yeah, which good countermeasure there. Which, by the way, this is the moment where I forgot that they didn't get a divorce or anything because he's yeah. like, "That's my wife." Yeah, and I was oh, like, "Oh yeah, yeah." No, they're yeah, they're still married. Yep. And he hasn't seen her in God knows how long. He's at like, this point. and at yeah. that it's point, hard it's to like say how long this time period. Is. I, yeah. it, like, I was still under the impression that this is like summer vacation for the kids because, like, that's, that's just, just where months. my mind went, you know. And like, so for me, it was like she did this real quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, three months. Like it hap- I don't know. It's, yeah. Uh, there's know. no sense of how long. I mean, long enough for Mary to publish a book. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe like a year. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, Mary sells her house. Mm-hmm. We get an, a, vo- a voiceover that you know Mary buys that hideous pink house. Like, let's be real. Uh, somebody pay- who works for Mary Kay, probably. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. or a sorority who's a looking sorority. for a new house to live Sequel. in. Sequel. Mm-hmm. Sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm gonna write it. <laughs> uh, Bob is in jail. He's mm-hmm. been relegated to dishwashing. So we get all this information through the voiceover by yes. uh, Ruth, who's sort of saying where everybody kind of and he's is. an awful cook he can't he even burns yeah. the lasagna and this hunky <laughs> oh my god that um, sexy man who's oh like cooking god. and making lasagna like and that, i was not like, even that mad at uh, him no but like, that like yeah. that physique is like that's oh that's my oh. my fave but that's not that's not the gregory peck physique no i don't like thin guys no mm. i like a good chunky dude like, you know yeah hey, yeah yeah. Grab on. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah. i like a guy yeah. who can lift me up over his head just kidding i, <laughs> I see that in chris yeah <laughs> actually sometimes when i fall asleep on the couch i'll be like can you carry me up to bed and he's like no i have a bad back <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh ruth and the kids come to visit bob ruth looking in, in her new uh her new look with her fancy hair and jewelry and the mole is yeah. gone she's got makeup and she's looking looking looking, looking mo- fly looking fly um the positions have changed now yes. right um, yes. um uh bob brings them burned cookies right mm-hmm. the kids trying to act like the cookies i are love good that was great it's crazy, they were yeah. so they're like yeah it's yeah. great dad it's crazy <laughs> that like he genuinely cares for his children at least in the fact that he calls his daughter princess and like you know in he, this one last scene yeah like, in this one last scene like i mean maybe it's just because now he's well we finally we, made raw and he's just like I, yeah. I need someone to love me yeah i think that's the implication she kind of implies that maybe he's changed in jail he doesn't seem different to me like the no, voiceover says no. he's changed but he does not seem any different he's like oh hey you're looking nice ruth maybe i can come by and cook you guys dinner sometime and she's like that'd be nice like, i'm like gross. would it gross. would it yeah yeah exactly you know I'd rather see her end up with Michael Fassbender, you guys. Or oh, that yeah. hunky cook. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes. If she was, like, in visiting hours and then, like, looking over at that hunky cook, like, hey, you want to come over later? I would have preferred mm. that. I think they imply that she still wants him back. I couldn't yes. tell. I couldn't yes. tell either, but I felt like that was sort of the implication what? and it, like, grossed me out a bit. Yuck. But. Anyway. So we kind of wrap things up with, um... Mary has written another book. She's being interviewed by Sally it's Jesse Raphael. Trust and Betrayal, a d- docu-novel of love, money, and skepticism. Said exactly like that, too. And she's yeah. looking very Gloria Steinem. 
Yes. Big yes. glasses. Yes. Very yeah. Gloria Steinem. It I was a very those weird. Glasses. I would love I would I would wear those glasses, to be honest with you. You could rock those glasses. Mm-hmm. Okay, did anybody notice that when she's talking about how she got good good reviews from the series critics that she pushes she, her glasses yeah, up with, she's with, like, she yeah, with her middle a, finger? Is she giving the oh, for critics sure. a middle yeah. finger? Oh, yeah. 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 And I think okay. it was like Fuck you! You didn't like my last book. Like I nice. definitely—that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. It was okay. like a fuck you. I'm high fiving Meryl, you guys. I'm high fiving yeah. her right now. High five her through I'm the space that was all her yeah. too. Yeah, and she oh, does yeah. it again at the bookstore when she's mm-hmm. s- s- signing books and some guy like says something and she's like, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and like that again. Yeah, at the bookstore. And yeah. if I had glasses, that's exactly what I would do when I was talking to people. But I'd probably be less subtle. I'd be like. Yeah, that was, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real. That was a cool thing you just wait a said. minute. You just flicked me off. <laughs> like, um, no, I was just, I was just wait, adjusting what? my glasses no. for a long time. Where? Who am I? <laughs> um, so and then so then we see her signing. Uh, we see Mary signing a new book. Ruth, Ruth goes to get her book signed. Mm. How does she not recognize Ruth? I know, right? Right? Like I know she's got different hair and she the mole doesn't is have gone, a mole now. It's like that thing where like a girl takes this, off her glasses and you're like yeah. she's transformed guys. Now. Yeah. Like she doesn't have a mole Although and frankly, she's like oh my god. For the first half of the movie I could hardly stare at anything but that mole. That's true. Mm-hmm. Fair. Like my eyes were just like magnetized exactly she was probably like i don't know who this human is because i only saw a walking mole before <laughs> i mean that's what Hooper did she was like mole 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 mole, mole, mole. Oh, what's that yeah. from austin um a hot guy approaches uh mary at the table he like he's yes he's hot but he looks like a fucking creep oh yeah no he looks like a fucking creep like a serial killer she really i thought he was quite dapper (laughs) yes he was dapper but he also looked like a serial killer i think mary needs to check her like uh attraction to men there's might be some deep-seated issues that may need some working on all right so uh let's get to the last image here so we see um ruth walking off into the world with a gathering crowd of women wearing red, which I can only assume are women from the employment Uh, agency. So she's marching off into the future with her army, which I liked that image. I like the idea of her like really, you know, a whole, you know, network of women who had been cast aside that were now going to be doing each other's favors. Cause I assume that if any of those women asked her for a favor, I think she she would would do it in in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. Walks like an angel. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. The devil in disguise. <laughs> I loved the ending of it. So, I thought this movie was great. Final thoughts. I guess Hillary's going there. Final I thoughts. Thought it was great. It was so over the I top. It was, great. it was ridiculous. I um, I I don't know. I it, like it was such a bad movie, but it was so good in that it was so bad, and I, like I really that you liked it. it. Like that, because now I see. Yeah. How it like I mean, I don't. I like, like it was this a, wasn't like the go- best. It was movie like I've a ever gorgeous seen. train wreck. Like, exactly. Yes. <laughs> it was. It was a train wreck that I would watch again and again. You know, it was really wow. just. It, I thought it was super funny, just in all ways. I liked it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't feel bad about it. I liked this movie. Unabashedly <laughs> likes it, Sarah. Um, I, you know, I'm not a big 80s comedy fan. So this was another one of those like, like, eh, you know, um, but, uh, uh, I loved Meryl Streep's performance in, if, if, in this very specific type of, I don't think it was great acting. I don't think it was like a good role, but I, I was entertained by her for sure. All right. 
I'll sure. say I was very satisfied to finally know where that scene is from oh. with the bath. And then you were like, bubbles. I wish I had only seen that. This this you were like, I only needed that one clip. And then I realized how bad of a voiceover actor Roseanne Barr is because, my God, mm. those yeah. lines were yeah. so dead. Yes. Um, and, no, yeah, I would totally ride on the same train as Hillary here. It's just a fun wreck. Yeah, to watch. Okay. yeah. Okay. I thought um, it was real fun, and all these terrible special effect shots that were mixed in, and <laughs> like, these caricatures that but were like, just yeah. blown up. Let's be honest; up. it was more entertaining than say, like L- Love Story. Have you ever seen I Love haven't. Story? We, we, we watched that last God year. Painful. Don't watch it. It was so painful. painful. Just like go and like maybe just like just prick your finger a few times like <laughs> angrily in the bathroom and like you'll kind of get the point yeah it feels a lot <laughs> like that only like for like that. an hour and 45 yeah. and on oh, your no. emotions oh jeez why would i just don't <laughs> just don't i do feel it. so bad for the guest for that that movie who, who was that or Evie. that oh she's God. like never let me i don't want yeah they were so again. upset <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah Guys, I, I consider myself a connoisseur of eighties movies, and I actually love Rose. I actually love Roseanne. Like I I'm do gonna too. Be on I the like train, I, I unabashedly love her. I loved mm-hmm. the Roseanne show. Me too. Didn't care for the last couple seasons; they were atrocious. Uh, but generally, I I really like her. I think she's mm-hmm. a great comedic actor, um, and very unique. And I love Meryl Streep. This movie, oh god, this movie was like painful. It was like painful. But you you said something about it, Roseanne when we watched it. You said I feel like this role could have been played by anyone. Like yeah, I feel like this wasn't was like really it didn't planned. need Roseanne. It didn't need yeah. to be her. I don't think it used her to its maximum. Like there were a couple I of agree. moments where you really saw Roseanne come out, and 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 I think when they're throwing the flyers is one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the moments where she's given him the stink eye is another. The stink eye yeah. was what nailed it for me. I was like, oh yeah. I yeah. just feel like it didn't really use her that well. Meryl Streep was on some kind of weird uh, acting crack cocaine that I don't yeah. really know what was going on. Um, the, well, maybe it was this poorly- movie was like filmed in four days. Maybe we're just like getting Maybe. it all on. And they were just like, you guys got a weekend free? Let's do some if work. If they filmed it in four days, I'm impressed. Um, but, I and, I and I feel like ultimately the movie like doesn't know who I'm supposed to dislike. The movie doesn't yeah. know what the tone is. And honestly, I, I, I like the part where she starts the employment agency, but I also kind of feel like the movie kind of hates women. Like there's yeah. something very yeah. hateful about yeah. every woman in this movie is hateful for some reason or another the movie takes that perspective you know yeah i mean like we have to think about the time that it was made you know yeah we're not i don't know we always have to think of the time i'm tired of thinking (laughs) about the time i don't know i all that aside i mean we've watched movies that i think hated women before yeah i think like at this time this was kind of glorifying women and that was the best that they could do at that point maybe i mean yeah. i don't know this was before me so i i yeah me too. i mean we've I'm seen like, other oh. movies where women take control of their lives that have uh, and then we've seen nine to five mm-hmm. we've yeah. seen mm-hmm. baby boom and i think right. this movie just like i mean all across think, the board is just a f- i mean it's a train wreck in a way that's not like watching if any of you have been watching mystery science theater 3000 the news it's not like watching reptilicus mm. it's like I don't know. I I I was pained. This movie pained me. 
Maybe it didn't pain me because it was just so bad and I like didn't expect a ton from it. And I was just like, I'm here for this ride. I'm going to enjoy myself. Like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. How that just like. Napoleon Dynamite is a great movie. It is a very great movie too. But I mean, no, I'll stop. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, if you've got an hour and 40 minutes to kill and you want to. You've unnecessarily abuse yourself yeah i mean why watch, not? See, watch she devil yeah just do it i mean if it's between this and and love, love story, story just pick this or punch yourself in the face a few times yeah yeah yeah, yeah. whatever you do don't pick love story <laughs> i'm so excited i'm so excited i'm so <laughs> scared welcome to nervous breakdowns this is the part of the show where we read real life casting breakdowns. Real life. That will astonish. I love that Hillary is da- da- dancing right and now. And make you dance. My favorite if segment. You're Hillary. Trying to say um, mine too. So these are real casting breakdowns um, that we will not out the production company or uh, where we got them from. Or we won't even, let's not even say the title of the project. We'll just. Okay. So what I've got here, who wants to read this one? Uh, sure. Okay. Maybe we Although, should use the title. The, the title's, title's so fucking good. great. You know. But it is very conspicuous. No, well. no, no, no. Okay. So we're not going to out the production company. We're not going to out where we got this from. This is a real casting breakdown, which Hillary is going to read in three, two, Right, so this is a film called Mermaids Beyond Borders. Sounds and very um d- that sounds like something I want to say. But you would you but, would think but, that borders right. would mean like state borders or like anything like that, like a border. I don't know what Mermaids Beyond Borders means, frankly. But um Please the bo- tell me. the borders that they're referring to here are like lodgers, like people who are staying in a Place. Oh, goodness. Well, like read the synopsis. School. Read the synopsis. All right. So, Mermaids Beyond Borders is a feature film based at an American boarding school. After 800 years of mass mermaid suicides, Sea Parliament has usurped the sea witch's power Jesus Christ. by approval of using science, declaring any mer and any human with the mer gene can become a hybrid and secure br- bloodlines from extinction but not without some complications from full bloods who must learn to live with hybrids as they all integrate into human and sea societies. Is this a metaphor for um, racism? Mexico? For, for, <laughs> is this a metaphor for the uh, immigration situation? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess so. Are, are there? Are, are they there... taking in mermaid refugees? Are there only certain mermaids allowed from certain states, not considered to be mermaid terrorists? Is what I'm asking you. I just want to know why they're also doing it at a boarding school. Like, are they just using these is it teenagers Harry... as a like Harry Potter with mermaids? It it sounds like Harry if Potter. If I was with pitching mermaids. it, it would be like it's like Harry Potter. But with mermaids. It sounds like Harry Potter with mermaids, but plus a little Handmaid's Tale thrown in there, mm-hmm. and we're going to put them in a breeding camp. Mm-hmm. So it's... Um, well, let's read one of the breakdowns. Okay, let's see yeah. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Yep. All right, here's, here's one of the breakdowns. Aurora, <laughs> lead female, 18 to 25 years. Um, She's a mermaid boarding school freshman. Looks good in a bikini. 
First time boarding in-house. Stoic at times. Observant. Not afraid to stand up for herself. Must be able to cry on cue, swim, dive, open eyes underwater, and be comfortable in water for long hours. Partial nudity. Physique. Slim. Ethnic appearance. They actually list like every single ethnicity here, so I'm not going to so go I guess through there. It's an eth- ethnically diverse. Why can't they diverse? just say... Yeah, any. I and think you have to fill up. I think you got to check. I think boxes. you do have to check all I think boxes. That's what happened. In but this they did check every situation. box yeah. here and every eye color box and hair color box. So I'll give them that. So as long as you're comfortable you in the water, you need to be an alto partial, or soprano. Partial nudity. Yeah, comfortable can, in the water. You, you can look good in a bikini. You you're comfortable getting nude. And you could you two could be in Harry Potter, but with mermaids. I don't know what Aurora does in the film, but she's no. got to be naked and slim, slim, tight. naked and mm. uh, tight. not tight, afraid tight, to tight, stand tight, up tight. for herself. <laughs> yeah. All right. So thin, uh, thin, naked, not afraid to stand up for herself. If that sounds like you. Give these guys submit a call to mermaid without. Yeah. Um, we got a real we got a real winner here on our hands for the next breakdown. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so what's this film called, Sarah? Disturbing serial killer slash captor film. It's a snappy title. Snappy, snappy. Parentheses, graphic sexuality. So right off the bat. (laughs) It is a feature film. I'm just going to start whispering that under different (laughs) things. Graphic sexuality. (laughs) All right, here's a synopsis. Serial killer is bored of killing street hookers and graduates to kidnapping an everyday male and female, keeping them captive in his basement and subjecting them to a variety of mental and physical torment. New and creative genre of film, artistic, extremely <laughs> disturbing, and sexual content. No actual nudity, just everything worse. Whoa. What the fuck does that mean? What does mean? that mean? It means an extreme close-up of your vag. Just being... <laughs> Hammered, hammered by a hatchet. <laughs> Here are these special. I just like that it's a, a new and exciting genre of film or whatever. Yeah, yeah that it. sounds like every serial killer film like, I've ever heard. I, of. Like I have been binge watching Criminal Minds now again for like the fourteenth time, and um, it sounds like every single episode of that, that I've ever seen. Say new and creative genre of film. It's probably not. Like you have to also, say that. Let's just be real, guys. There are no new genres of films. We just keep remaking the same film. I don't over know. And I over think Mermaid now. Boarding School <laughs> is too, a new genre. No, for it's sure. not because it's Harry Potter with mermaids. It's the <laughs> yes. same movie we've seen before, but okay. with mermaids. All right, so here let's these, get to the breakdown. Here are these special instructions first. Must be committed to role in what is intended to be an extremely disturbing and controversial film. Oh, God. We've got a Quentin Tarantino on our hands, guys. Okay. Here is the role. Female victim. Lead female 18 to 21 years. So no name there. College age. College age, of course. Innocent looking and acting. Think a cute puppy that would be detrimental to see anything bad happen to. Oh, my God. Not sexy. Not hot. Not mature looking. Cute. No tattoos. Reliable and committed to the project. I would like an infant who's comfortable with me totally brutalizing her on camera. <sighs> like oh I God. can't, I, like I'm speechless, you guys. Like, like I know we read a lot of these on the show. Like, but who, what person? It's a lead without a name. What person is, what adult person is not sexy, not hot, not mature looking, but cute? What? Like who? This description of the puppy 
the puppy. Does hot bothers me the most? Yeah, stick puppy. a cute puppy that would be detrimental to see anything bad. This sounds like someone who is like, like a fucking a human. Ser- 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 serial killer. Like, How about a human that we'd be upset to see hurt? Why does it have to be a puppy? Like, okay, I can still look, feel empathy I'm gonna, for other I'm humans. I'm going to submit to this role, but I'm going to grow out all my body hair, and I'm, I'm going to be like, look, hairy I mean, like a puppy. <laughs> y'all, it does pay $50 an hour. So, oh, I mean, well, shit. An hour? Yeah, but it says no tattoos. Fuck, I'm out. Okay, today um, so I thought Hil- I said $50 Hillary, a day. I've, Hillary, I've always considered you to be puppy-like. Uh, that's how I see myself. I mean, I <laughs> shit wherever I want. I do. I, I yeah. eat table scraps. <laughs> you're you're one hundred percent right. And I hump everyone's leg that comes in the door. But yeah, both of if, you, this if is not the role more I was than just their leg. Play. Wait, you both are sexy and mature looking. Am I mature looking? It's only because I still of get my boobs. and I'm almost forty. <sighs> and I find myself very sexy, so. Well, guys, um, if you uh, are looking to uh, be part of a, an exciting new genre of film where women are abused on camera, like puppies, like pu- like, and and you look like a puppy, your your Hollywood dreams are about to come true. What does a woman who looks like a puppy look like? Do they have like large droopy eyes, like a basset hound, and like kind of drool a little bit? And like when they get excited, I was they're thinking like, more <laughs> like. I was thinking more of like, like a Yorkshire Terrier. Oh, oh yeah. These little ears and they're just like and they look the maybe they have a bit of a beard yeah oh yeah God. yeah Stop they're just like it. all gray welcome to plug it up this is the part of the show where we talk about what our guest is up to and what we're up to where you can find all the delightful things that everyone is putting out into the world uh, Michelle, what would you like to plug? Well, hey guys, uh, Michelle Puck hey. back here, and I'm currently on tour for James and the Giant Peach. That's Ooh, at Georgia yeah. Ensemble Theater in Roswell. Um, right now, we're just already booked with schools and stuff. But I mean, hey, if you ever have interest in following me and what kind of works I'm doing, um, feel free to check out my Instagram page. It's simply uh-huh. my last name, Pokapak, P-O-K-O-P-A-C, like Pokemon, but not. So, uh, yeah. Hope and it's to- lots of fun. Yeah. If you're interested in like fun backstage theater picks, like she's, she's <laughs> oh, got the, the best. cutest. The <laughs> best backstage picks. Yes. Like always with props and puppets and Pro- just and awesome puppets. shit. Yeah. It's like, it's not just like, look on. at this rack of costumes. It's like, I've got props. It's like guys. me with a puppet or like Michelle with puppet draped all over And her. especially Love for it. those with um, little ones, um, we are actually going to... What do you call it? Um, uh, What's it called when you bring back a show? Uh, Revival? Not revamp, but like... uh, Reboot. That's what they call movies. (laughs) Anyways, we're bringing back um, Play the Play with Cat the Cat. This is over at the Alliance Theater. It's part of the children for um, Which I missed last time. So you guys are going to do it again? It's like an encore. Totally. So we've um, been brought back. This will be our third year which is oh, yeah. incredible because they usually don't repeat shows. Now, when are they going to be doing that one? So this time, well, because if you don't already know, the Alliance um, is doing an off-location season because they're rebuilding it. Um, oh, they're rebuilding. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, they got I've that seen. huge grant. Mm, yeah, yeah they're, re- they're rebuilding the whole theater? The whole thing. Holy Backstage, shit. costume shop, um, scene shop, the Hurt stage also. Wow. Nice. Um, and so that's very exciting. And so with this new season, they're um, doing all their shows 
shows in different theaters, different locations. Um, most of them are ITP, but some of them are OTP. Okay. Um, so yeah, That's inside the perimeter and outside the perimeter for those of you who do not live in Atlanta. <laughs> yes. Um, we so do have some Finnish listeners, you guys. Oh, I've discovered through exciting. our stats. Anyway, cool. <laughs> hey. Hey, Finland. Uh, but um, with this show, because it's theater for a very young audience, which means that it caters towards zero to five-year-olds, um, this will stay at the Alliance, I do believe, because that's in the black box on the third floor, which okay. is their education oh, nice. level. Yeah. Um, so I don't think that will be in a different location. But anyways, those that will go up, um, I think... The spring of 2018, probably Fun. not until March. I'd have to okay. double check about it. It's on the website. Cool. Check it out. I'll bring yeah. my kids and they will um, probably interrupt your show. Because they just we wa- need they that. wander. We need that, they actually. Wander. It's a very interactive kind okay. of experience, which is perfect. Because we want mm-hmm. these kids to be able to feel like they're part of the show. And so we don't discourage any kind of behavior or emotion. You can cry as much as you want. We will work with that. I'll sometimes, be there. Sometimes mm-hmm. I do yeah. cry when I'm in public in with my kids. For no that's mine. I, um, I so frequently yeah. cry when I'm in public with my children. <laughs> I normally <laughs> cry alone in my car. Hillary's going to be like the weird adult crying in the corner. Just like alone. <laughs> no children with me. Just like. <laughs> I've had a lot of adult friends come and see the show. So don't feel like you yeah. need to bring a child to see the show. You will not. Yeah, Either Hillary, one. translation, no, yeah. don't bring a child in off the street. <laughs> just just going to go lure a child with me. Oh, my God. I actually go to a lot of children's shows. Like, I have a friend of mine who I go to children's shows with him because he loves them so much. And he's like, yeah, I'm a man. Like, I can't just go by myself. He was like, you have to come with me. So, like, he and there I go to a lot of children's shows. There have been men that have done this, and yeah. it works fine. <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are, but he's just like, you know, I'd just rather avoid the looks. Come with me. And so we yeah. go see children's oh. shows all the time. And oh. it's, yeah, it's great. So I love it's it. It's like men can't can't get away with being around kids without everyone yeah. thinking he's a pet. Yeah, that's pet. true. But I get free theater tickets. So keep thinking that world because I like getting free theater tickets. So <laughs> yeah, hit me shows. up if you guys want to go. By yeah, the way, I definitely yeah. would love to take totally the kids to that. Up. Do you oh, have yeah. anything going on in May? So James and Giant Peach will be going on through May. um, But unfortunately... How long does that run till? uh, Like first or second week of May. So unfortunately, we've already had our only public performance um but in georgia but there are listeners maybe in another state that can find you if you're going because you're on tour so, or is it atlanta like is it touring it's georgia just, a, just georgia well that's yeah. great though because we do have listeners mm-hmm. in different parts of the state so um you know if you're uh looking to see some some good bringing your kids to some good theater Excuse me. <laughs> um can they find this information on alliance's website where can they find out that's where georgia ensemble is? oh sorry georgia ensemble i got confused yeah yeah, yeah, it's all good. Um, so yeah, that is already booked through schools strictly. So it's oh, not so schools. So like, yeah, if you're in school and a, a theater company arrives, look look for, look Michelle. for Michelle. She <laughs> might be there, yeah, or just listen for her voice since you don't know what she looks like. Well, there'll be a picture of her on the Facebook page, Instagram. Yeah. Oh yeah. Follow her. And follow her on Instagram. Instagram, Sarah. What would you like to plug? Well, you can still find Dick Pick Professional. The short film I wrote and directed starring Hillary Heath, R. Heath. I wonder who that is. That's sitting right next to me. Um, it is about a professional dick pic photo- photographer, and um, it is still available on our Vimeo channel, and we'll be submitting it to film festival soon, so stay tuned for... Dick pic. Go watch it. It's funny. It's, it's so fucking so funny, you fucking guys. fucking funny. 
Don't watch it at work, though, maybe. There's no. not a, a lot of nudity and in it. Well, watch it at work, but really openly. And when your boss walks by, yeah. just be like, what? Just own it. What? Be like, what? Boobs. <laughs> boobs. There's no boobs in that movie. There's no boobs in There's it. Just but you should just say it out like yeah, that. Just, just be like, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they'll respect you more for it. Your coworkers for will fear you. Sure. Um, like, who knows what she's going to say next. Okay. Uh, Hillary, what would you like to plug? Um, I'm really excited because I have a new film that I wrote and directed. What? Are you oh serious? Yes. Oh my God. Tell me more. Starring the beautiful Nicole Kemper. Oh my God. And the even and the fabulous uh, Jasmine Waters. Yes. Page. No, I don't know. Is she? Oh she's God. just got married, so Do, I don't know. Is if she going to change her stage name? We I don't know. I don't think she's changing her stage no. name. I think it's just uh, a. a title change for okay. her it's it's a promotion in title only um got it and stage name stays got the it. same um wait what would her name be if she did change it page jasmine page which is still a pretty great name it is great it yeah. sounds like i think that if like she a, write like a model's name or yeah something. i think she's told me before a that if she writes model. a book she wants to do it under jasmine page but she wants to stick with jasmine waters for her acting. i'm glad we resolved this yeah on um, the podcast yeah. <laughs> Just, jasmine feel free to write in and correct us uh um, audience if you would like to weigh in on whether she should keep her name or not uh send your uh, we'll put a poll out to, on twitter uh send your thoughts to feminine mistake podcast at gmail.com um, but yeah, it stars Nicole Kemper and Jasmine Waters. Yeah. Um, the film is called Bad Day. It will be coming and out in Brian June. Brian Ashton Smith. Brian Ashton Smith. Andy Fleming. Andy Fleming. Um, it's really funny. Just about two ladies who have a bad day and end up bonding at the bar over fried foods and martinis. Which is and basically every yeah, weekend it's, for me. It's pretty, pretty much every weekend. And um, I think it's pretty great. I hope you guys I like so it. I think so too. It'll be out soon. Excellent. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. And subscribe to our Vimeo channel. And then you'll know the it'll moment like, it'll it comes show out. up and it'll notify you and it'll be super unobtrusive and it'll just be like, hey, by the way, there's a new video for you to see. And then and you're like, like, oh, my God, oh my God, I was God. just looking for a video. To That's watch. so great. Yeah. All right. Um, I would like to plug. Uh, so uh, hopefully if you are following uh, if you are following our Facebook page or our Instagram or our Twitter account, which, you know, why you should be. Uh, critical crop top on uh, Facebook. Everything. Critical crop top on Instagram. Critical crop top. On, critical crop top on Twitter. If you've been following us, you know that we've got uh, new sketch shows. We're going to be doing some yeah. new live shows. The summer of sketch. Three shows. Three shows this summer. Mm-hmm. Five um, performances total. By the time you hear this, hopefully we'll have finally booked a space for finally. the first show. Hopefully. It's been a. <laughs> emotional roller coaster trying to uh-huh. get a place that hasn't been booked already and just in case if you have a space that you hey, want to like loan us send just, like your photos send. of your theatrical space or at too. this point when this comes out just email us and we'll take it we'll take it we'll wherever just it doesn't it. matter if it's in a alley or a warehouse like we'll take it or your basement if we can set up some chairs there and sell some alcohol we'll, we'll be there uh, so we're we're hopefully we'll have the space booked by then. But uh, we're going to be doing uh, three shows this summer. Uh, we're calling it the Summer of Sketch. And uh, the first show is going to be in June. Yeah. And in it, it, uh, piggybacking off of that, mm-hmm. we're going to be, uh, we're announcing uh, right here on the podcast that we're going to be doing a new crowdfunding campaign to raise money for the sketch show. So please uh, take a moment to watch the very funny video um, that we made for the crowdfunding campaign and consider 
uh, contributing to the sketch show. Um, it's tax deductible. It is fucking tax deductible. Uh, and you can find out more information on our Facebook page at Critical Crop Top. Uh, you can find more information on Twitter or Instagram. We've been, we'll be posting about it. So mm-hmm. uh, keep an eye out for that. We've got lots of fun things that we'll be releasing during the crowdfunding campaign. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you, Michelle, Thank for you being guys. a part Michelle, of the show. It's been a blast. Thank you. We Yay. love you. And thank you for putting yourself through watching yes. this movie this um, can we please do this movie. again just saying if you need another guest yes. hit me yes. up yes. absolutely a yes. hundred fucking hit percent me up. listeners you can subscribe to this podcast Feminine Mistake Podcast on iTunes on Stitcher on SoundCloud and actually it's Apple Podcast now it's and it's iTunes. Apple Podcasts so we're, we're transitioning from calling it iTunes to Apple Podcasts uh, which doesn't roll off the tongue it but really I'll doesn't. figure it out it really doesn't I'll figure it out I love you. I actually <laughs> own all I your products. Use iPod. Oh wait, they already have that. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been so. Oh my smart. god, if they had just waited uh, to call it iPod. Uh, oh my god. Uh, You're welcome, Apple. Uh, um, Apple. And if you've got a nervous breakdown that you would like us to read on the show, you can send that or your correspondence to feminine mistake podcast at gmail.com. Woo!